Oh, yeah, I clicked it. We're going. I heard a click. We're live. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Two Speed Geek. What um, is up? Yeah, I don't want to go into our whole intro because you guys already know it, but I want to apologize for being a month fucking late in our recording. I, uh, long story short, broke my ribs a month ago. Actually, no, it was like three weeks ago. Yep. And I broke my ribs in such a place that when I'm sitting and my fat stomach pushes up and creates pressure in my diaphragm, it pushes up on the on the broken rib and it fucking hurts and life has just sucked yeah. for the past three weeks. But I'm about, I'm about halfway through the recovery period. Everything still hurts, but not as bad as it did. I'm glad to be able to sit here and not be like the whole time because it sounds like he's pooping. Yeah, well, it's, it's awkward. <laughs> that that's also a TMI. Sometimes that's my sex sound. <laughs> so oh, we're starting off gross. Already. Yeah, we're starting off gross. This is how it's gonna go. But um, we are a month behind on a lot of news. Um, the only really old thing. I want to talk about is E3 just because it's E3. Well, well, other we well, unlike you, I am not going to apologize for the break for us being gone because I went to fucking Disneyland. I, I went know, on a fucking vacation. Tell I, me, about, tell me about that. I let's let's talk about Disneyland because Avengers Campus is brand ass new. Oh yeah, you shit. went. Our friend Avery went. I mean, let's let's talk about it. Uh, Avengers Campus is a dope little setup to walk through. I enjoyed walking through it, but it's super small, super crowded. It was, it, it was built where the old uh, Bugs Life land. Yeah, right? and okay. it's a cool concept. I went to uh, Hank Pym's Test Kitchen. I had one of their cool little, uh, it was like a mango wheat IPA with some tequila in it Ooh. and some little uh, like uh, mandarin Wait, like boba tea balls. Yeah. Nice. And it comes on, oh, dude, it's fucking amazing. It was probably one of the best drinks I've ever had in Disneyland. It was so fucking good. Um, but it was really cool. I did the Spider-Man, the new Spider-Man ride. It is just um, like an upgraded Pixar Pier, Pixar Toy Story Mania game. Yeah. Um, with like Kinect. You just don't use controllers. How accurate was it in Dragon It was pretty hands? fucking accurate. Really? Man. Yeah. That, and on, and on, the, cool. um, on the, there's a screen in front. So on the screen on front, it shows you the, how it's tracking your body, like the Kinect, like the dots, you know, like, oh, like okay, the stick figure. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. You can, it'll show you what your arms are doing. And it's actually intuitive because you've got to throw your arms out there and you'll hit the spiders. It's pretty accurate, but it's very fucking overwhelming. The the story behind that ride is you have to catch the spider bots, right? Yeah, the spider bots okay. are coming out and releasing. Okay. It's a dope little story, but... Um, I think it's overhyped. And I'm saying that I feel like Disney spent a lot of time and money on Spider-Man and they felt like yeah. they needed to do this ride because this is the With centerpiece. The animatronic, yeah. And everything. yeah. The animatronic is fucking dope. Like I yeah, love that shit. Yeah, you sent me the video yeah, and it, I mean, I've seen it like 20 times and it's dude, still cool every time. It's fucking sick to be there. It is so cool the whole Spider-Man. Seeing the characters and stuff I think is pretty fucking awesome as well, um which I'm a huge fan of. Um they look a little different than than you would expect them to, but it Wait, fits. Wait, well, what do you, what do you mean? Well, I mean, they like the like I, the people walking around dressed as yeah a the character? people walking around oh, okay. dressed as the characters like I was expecting to see um, the new Captain America but I, I had was I say, had like the like the um uh, I had the Captain America on Falcon Winter Soldier is the Captain America I had who ended up being secret agent right. Whatever his name is, what the fuck? Wyatt Russell, the guy. Who, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! Uh, U.S. agent. Yeah, U.S. agent. What, yeah, whatever. So, um, him. So, I don't. And, but that was like, cap. Right, but that was like the cap that I had there. But then it was dope because when you're standing there and looking around, um, like you look up, and we'll get into this later. But fucking like Loki is walking around, but oh, he's shit. Loki in variant costumes from the show. So he's oh, walking really? around, and he's up on like this platform, and he has his yeah. collar on with his white t-shirt, That's and he's walking cool. around. But it's like ninety degrees, so he's not in his jacket. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. And he just walks around, and then like Wasp will show up and take pictures. And I, I saw Wasp. Um, Doctor Strange does this cool little performance thing, but I didn't nice. watch it because it was fucking 100 degrees and everybody was crammed in there. I was about to ask how hot was it there when it, you were there. It, the so. second day, was it was fucking humid. 
Um, oh, that's the dude, worst. Dude, it was cool, but I don't want to get on Disneyland too much because yeah, it's yeah. fucking Disneyland. But I do sure. want to say the greatest experience I have ever fucking had in a theme park is the Rise of the Resistance ride in Star Wars Land. So I've never even been to Star Wars. The last time I went to Disneyland with my family was the year right before the Galaxy's Edge opened. So well, what is Rise of the Resistance? So Rise of the Resistance is this. It's not really a ride. It's a fucking experience. And what it is is um, it starts off and you go into this room. And I sent you the video of it. And I'm gonna, yeah. I, I don't want to give away too much because you have to experience it. But you saw the beginning video, BB-8 and Ray give yeah, you this yeah, whole yeah, story. The then all of a sudden you get shuttled out. They bring you to this giant courtyard area. They put you on this Star Destroyer ship. Not like this escape pod, basically. And the escape pod, once you get in, is exactly like Star Tours. You're inside this pod, and there's like this animatronic uh, oh, okay. in front of you, like a robot. Okay, cool. But it's the quality of these robots are fucking phenomenal. So you're sitting there, and everybody's just standing there, and then the ride takes off, and you kind of look through the screens, and we're all just like. Uh. So it's like one of those 3D deals? Well, no, 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 no glasses. You're just. Oh, you're no just glasses. Inside, okay, okay. You're standing inside this ship with like 20 other people, and then it just kind of starts moving a little bit. So, oh. you know, we're all standing oh, there, okay. and we're just like, but it's very gentle. Yeah. And then so gentle. you're like, okay, then, you know, all of a sudden you get sucked into this tractor beam, and we're all just like, like, all right, is this the whole ride? Like, I thought yeah, it would be yeah. better than this. Fucking doors open up. You get boarded by Imperial officers. You come out and you walk into this fucking courtyard. Oh, I kid you not, the second room is as big as a high school gymnasium. You walk in, there's hundreds, maybe, there's got to be like 50 stormtroopers, 75 stormtroopers that are animatronics standing there with their guns. Oh, that's what I've seen. It's the hangar bay, right? Yeah, the hangar okay. bay. I didn't Dude, know those were animatronics. Yes, they, were they, they move their heads and they stand there and you walk in Dang. and every single, and I went on this ride twice, every single time we got off, my whole family, or we're like, oh, it takes your breath away. Yeah, well, and I it, imagine. Because it's, then all of a sudden you're walking down these hallways. I mean, it looks like you're in space. Is, my yeah. daughter was like, are, are we in space? And I'm like, <laughs> I'm, I, to this day, I'm I'm 92% sure that we were in space. That Disney <laughs> took us there. They're like, fuck it. They paid this much money to be here. We're taking them to space. Hey, if anyone could, it would be Disney and just right. not tell so us. So you're going through this, and all of a sudden, you get put into an interrogation room, and there's fucking General Hux and Kylo Ren are interrogating you. Then all of a sudden, you get kicked out of this room and rescued, and you get put into these carts. FYI, there are no tracks at all. These carts are just, they're robotic carts, and they're all programmed. There is not a single track that it Dang. follows at all. You look at the floor, it's open floor, like a skating rink. And these carts are going, spinning, twisting. The coolest part that took my breath away was we go around a corner, and you go into an ATAT bay, and they're life-size. They're fucking 60 oh, feet tall. Man. We come around the corner, and me and my wife, in the middle of this gun battle, we're like, <gasps> because... You don't expect it. Like, yeah, it's yeah. not like, oh, there's one and it's all like perception. I mean, you know when you were a kid and you were yeah. like three years old and you were watching Empire for the first time and those at uh, come Yeah. Out. You, every single kid was like, I want to see one of those. So are, are they at-at or at-at uh, or at I, I call them at-ats and AT-ATs. Right. Does, yeah. I don't, it doesn't matter, I guess. But like they well, were there. The it was Empire. just phenomenal. And then, you know, each time we went on, it was different. There's the new robotics that Disney's using and the animatronics that they're using. Yeah, just are, I saw the Groot one that they're developing, the Spidey one. It's, just, the, it's insane. There's one in this ride where it's Kylo Ren and he shows up and he's talking to you and it's an animatronic and his body is moving. And it's hard to believe that it's an animatronic, yeah. especially when you look at Pirates of the Caribbean. I was just about to say that. It's a small world where they have like three moves and just right. kind of go side to side. It's insane how much technology has progressed just 
Disneyland was made what in the fifties? Yes. So just between then and now, just exactly. And what's cool is that when we were there, we went on like you know Little Mermaid and just kind of seeing yeah, the yeah. technology from where these rides are. And same with Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, you know, Mission Breakout, like yeah. how dope that ride is. But do whatever Disney's doing with this, and this technology is a few years old because this ride was open up pre-COVID. Because I that's just true. Have, yeah. So, yeah. And, yeah, because Galaxy's Edge came out yeah. in what 2018, 2017, yep. something it's, like it's that. It's just it's it was so phenomenal. It was so well done. Um, I feel that, and this is going to be my quote unquote hot take on this. Disney is investing time and energy into their Star Wars land to make it more of an experience, where you go yeah. over there and you you get to experience the Millennium Falcon. Well, fucking it, a ticket is. Uh, uh, Avery told me this when they went. They went for one day mm-hmm. park hopper. I think she said a ticket was like 200 bucks. 200 fucking dollars. I remember not that long ago, a ticket to Disneyland was 60 bucks. Yeah. You know, when yeah. I was a kid. Two, you can no longer charge those prices for a theme park and just expect a Winnie the Pooh ride or, right. or whatever. You have to give the people that are coming into your park an experience. Absolutely. So, I mean, and I'm glad to see that's what they're doing with Galaxy's Edge and Avengers Campus and everything. I mean, I don't think I could, in good conscience, pay. $200 or $100 for one park, which is still a fucking lot of money. Yeah. I can't imagine paying those prices just going in and doing a five-minute ride getting off and waiting in line for three hours. Another five-minute right. ride get off. It, that, it, it's not worth it. It's And it's not the same. And it's funny because I was standing there in line. You know, we got my kids are on my – me and my wife, we playing the fucking phone, just whatever. Yeah, just, yeah. We're in line for 40 minutes. Just deal with it. But I'm like, how the fuck did people do this in the 80s or the 90s? No, you, you didn't know, have with, a phone. <laughs> right, we didn't have a phone. And it's like, all right, kids, we got to stand. Well, I had to for, wait in line and yeah. listen to my dad bitch that he's in line. Right. And I know that they weren't waiting for an hour and a half in the 80s or whatever it was, but still like it's like you're sitting there for 45 yeah. minutes and then that's where I'm like, okay, so what what is Disney doing to make this experience yeah. better? And that's where I think that they're investing yeah. their time and money into that Star Wars land to give you this experience where you walk in there and you're literally on another planet. Yeah. Like the the smell, everything changes. The smell. <laughs> but Avengers Campus is 100% a fucking money grab. That's all it is. The ride over there to me, the the Spider-Man ride, to me is not enough to make like it's still new though. It's like it, 3 it's weeks new, old. It's new which the, the ride was fine, yeah. but you have to get into a boarding group and then we had to get in line yeah. and wait 45 minutes. Really Is that the only ride at the that's campus? That's the only ride okay. at the campus. Okay. And everything else is oh look Buy these accessories to yeah. go with this ride. Buy these spider butts, and oh, the shit's did cool. Did you buy the Thanos hand? I did buy the fucking Thanos. That, that hand. was one of the pictures you sent me, yes. right? Okay. That's the only. That's, that, <laughs> that was my only souvenir that I bought because um, fucking glove. Because well, it's the Iron Gauntlet, so it's fucking. Oh, even that's right. Yeah, it's I already not got the Thanos got, hand. Yeah, and it's yeah. It, it is what it is, but it yeah. goes with my other gauntlets that sure. I got. So you have like just, ten gauntlets. Yeah. My son was like. My son is like, is Josh Thanos? He has so many Infinity Gauntlets. Goddamn like, right, I am. I feel like I'm one of the I'm one of the few people who like sided with Thanos in both of those movies. I'm like, no shit, we're destroying the fucking After planet. After 2020, I'm I'm perfectly okay with half the population right. dying, and I'm perfectly okay being one of the dusted if need be. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, when I was sitting in theaters on opening night seeing yeah. Endgame, and you know, I was just like, you know what? If half these motherfuckers weren't here right now, I wouldn't mind. Yeah, because, I, I, I mean, wouldn't be shed a, a tear. Be a I would go to Mel's Diner afterwards and enjoy myself. <laughs> if I'm dusted, I'm dusted. Dude, well, that's where I'm like, dude, Marvel got it right with Thanos. I'm like, I'm, I feel him. Like, you know, he just want. I'm saving you. Now I'm gonna go over here and just grow yep. some weird fruits. Leave me the fuck alone. When, uh, when Infinity War first came out, there was a Twitter, uh, there was a Twitter account that was like, it was like describe movie plots in bad ways or whatever. Yeah. And one of them was loving single dad tries to do population control and gets destroyed <laughs> by a bunch of terrorists. Or something. <laughs> 
That is the truest fucking way to do it, man. Uh. It's 100% true. But um, long story short, <laughs> Disneyland, fucking awesome. It was a yeah. great time. Um, even during COVID, um, nobody was really wearing masks down there. Yeah. Uh, you know, my, my wife and kids are wearing masks. We're vaccinated, but we want to keep safe and do what we got to do. Sure. Um, so not many people wearing masks down there, but the way Disney has handled it made me feel safe. So, so I do have a there. question about yeah. that. So you went mm-hmm. uh, last weekend. Yeah. And you said it was still long lines, but obviously not as long yes. as, you know. No like fast pass either. Oh, no. Oh, did they completely get rid of fast pass? There's no fast pass at no. all. So ha- are they still making people distance in lines or no. are we? Okay. No. So, so it no was just long because they were long. Right. So, um, you know, it, so when we were outside, uh, you know, no mask, of course, you just try yeah, to, but when we get into crowds of people, because it was weird, you would walk through Disneyland and there would be nobody around you. And then all of a sudden you'd find a group of people and you're like fuck 50 people and you know throwing the mask and stuff yeah, yeah. but <laughs> it wasn't until Wednesday Thursday where it got super crowded that's right because you were there for like four days yeah so uh, but we, we went to the park the fifth and the sixth and it was pretty empty I mm. mean the longest wait we had was for the Millennium Falcon it was like 40 minutes probably just we, yeah it was, and it was just you know whatever yeah. it was but the, thir- the Thursday Friday but again no fast pass longest wait time for 45 minutes cars was like an hour and that's, a half and stuff like I that I couldn't but. imagine going to Disneyland and having that be the longest wait Right, that's insane. Right, that's insane. Without fast pass, and I'm like, like, this is what it was like. Okay, cool. So, because I remember taking my daughter on the Indiana Jones ride the last time I was there, what 2018? Mm -hmm. It was no shit, close to two hours. My daughter was like, I want to leave. I was like, look. We're 45 minutes into this line. We're not fucking leaving. Right. <laughs> number one, we can't. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think there's anywhere to go. Yeah. Number two, you're just going to have to tough it out. Right. Like, we, we have already fucking yeah. rooted in. We're here. We but, have committed. Yeah. But I, re- I recommend it, especially right now with COVID stuff. Um, it, it was a great vacation. It was a great way for me and my family yeah. just yeah. to kind of decompress, for, decompress yeah. forget about the outside world. And Disneyland... Um, um, it, whatever anybody fucking feels about anything, Disneyland is one of the few places where, like, I feel me and my family can go and we can just, we're comfortable, we're safe, we can have a good yeah. time, and you get what you pay for. Yes, well, like you were saying, it's expensive, it, yeah. but me and my wife were talking. On four days we were there, we only found one piece of gum. On, on, and it was and it looked nice. like somebody had just put it there and it was on the Indiana Jones ride. <laughs> and it was like, okay, there was no fucking trash in downtown Disney. Like, at all, with yeah. thousands of people coming through there. And it's like, okay, I understand why it's expensive, because you really are in this nice little utopia. It's essentially traveling to another country. Right, absolutely. What it is. So if yeah. you guys can do it, I mean, it yeah. it's, it was definitely worth it. I know I sound like, you know, uh, for first world problems here, going to fucking Disneyland during a pandemic. <laughs> but yeah, it was a cool time, man. Yeah, but let's, yeah. let's get on with this before this podcast is five hours long. Yeah, if it's five hours long, it's five hours long. You're all going to fucking listen and enjoy it. So, <laughs> uh, let's, Okay, so Thanks, like I was saying team. earlier in the beginning of thing, a lot of this news is a month over a month old just because we haven't been able to record um let's talk about e3 i know that was well over a month ago but it's e3 we got to kind of discuss it um we don't need to spend too much time on it but there were so it was it was such an interesting e3 and e3 just gets weirder and weirder every year because you have big players like sony going fuck e3 yep for what the second or third year in a row now so we don't have a sony conference Nintendo did their thing, and that was sort of a letdown because they didn't reveal their new Switch, which they did after the fact. We'll talk about later. Mm-hmm. And then you have Microsoft, which is basically just a Game Pass, yeah, Game Pass know, show. Yeah. Um, there were a couple of surprises, though. Now, number one, I was with the Bethesda acquisition with Microsoft. I was not expecting something to do with Starfield so quick. I honestly thought they were going to do more. You know, here's the third Wolfenstein game. Here's another Doom game, whatever. Yes. I thought they were going to focus more on those Bethesda titles. I went into it not really expecting to see any Elder Scrolls news or any uh, Starfield news, but 
sure as shit, we got a Starfield trailer. We did. We did. What did you think about the Starfield trailer? Because I've been following this game since they announced it, just like, and I was talking to another friend, um, just like Star Citizen. Do you know mm-hmm. Star Citizen? No. Okay, you remember Wing Commander, right? Mm-hmm. Star Citizen is another space uh, sim combat type game from the creator of Wing Commander. I forgot his name. Chris Roberts or something like mm-hmm. that. It's been a development probably for a good decade. Jeez. Well before my kids were born. And I remember being excited about it because I love Wing Commander. I grew up I grew up on Wing Commander, you know, 1, 2, and 3 with Mark Hamill. You remember <laughs> yeah, Wing Commander yeah, 3? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I was like, God damn, I can't wait to play Star Citizen. But it just never came out. It's a space... Con- it's like five genres in one. There's space combat. There's a first-person shooter. There's like a battle royale component. It's just... It, it's a ton of genres into one giant space story. So... I've been, I don't know why I started talking about Star Citizen, but I've been following that about as long as I've been, I've been wanting Starfield. Right. What do you think about Starfield? What do you think about something like a Skyrim or a Fallout experience that Bethesda's known for in space, in that environment? I am, <clears throat> I'm cool with this, and I like yeah. where it's going, but it again, so good. I, I'm starting to get a little worried because we're starting to see a repeating pattern of the same style games. Because well, big open world, right? Big open world live service games, and I have no problem with them because there are a lot of people that play them, and there's a lot of good reasons for them. But for me, I don't have an interest of sitting down and investing 60, 70, 80 hours into fucking Fallout. Let me ask you this: What was the last big open world game that you hundred percented? I'm curious. Hundred percented. Hundred percent. Like you, let's not say hundred percent. Let's just say finish the campaign. Forget about the side quests. Just finish the campaign. What was the last open world game? uh, I'm trying to think myself. Well, how would you count Ghost of Tsushima? That counts as open world. Yeah, I mean, well, I'm at, I'm at the fuck. You know what? But, but kind of, sort of. It's not as big as say something like a GTA. 5. I, I guess it would be. Yeah. I guess it would be Miles Morales. Okay. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. But I mean, I guess but that even would, that's even too that small, would be that's just Manhattan. Yeah. Um, I, honestly, I can't think of it. I mean, an Fallout assassin- Four was mine. Honestly, if you're talking about a big giant Bethesda-sized right. open world, Fallout Four was the last one I did. Never finished Red Dead. Yeah, uh, I'm not done with Tsushima yet. Nope. I'm not done with. I never finished GTA Five just because it was too much. I didn't know you could. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I didn't know. I like. I never finished Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I never finished Assassin's Creed Valhalla. I never finished Yakuza Like a Dragon. None of those. Not because I don't enjoy those games. I fucking love them. I just don't have the goddamn time anymore. Well, that and I have a fear of completing things, which I think is a problem. Oh. But enough. Um, but I'm with you. Like, and when it comes to Fallout Four, like, I, I'll play it, and I, this that's not the reason I love the studio I love the studio yeah. because I love the story of Wolfenstein how I can yeah, go yeah. through from beginning to end or I love the story well, of fucking Doom that's not even Bethesda that's id software right. making those games but, yeah. but they're still and I just love yeah. those story and developments which is fucking fantastic yeah. yeah so for me Fallout 4 Red Dead 2 I bought Red Dead 2 and I played it for like an hour and a half I was like fuck this is so boring Red Dead 2 I will say this whenever you have the time try to just blow through the storyline because the story made me cry really it was an absolute gut punch like I would say 75% of the way through the story you get this huge twist that completely changes the rest of the game and I was just like oh no okay yeah. I, I don't know. like it's good just, story it's so much like so no I don't know and and back back to like Starfield yeah, yeah so like a big open world game like this what so aside from being set in space with different characters why won't I just save my money and just fucking go back and play Fallout 4 because it's going to have or No Man's Sky. Right, or No Man's Sky are these games that I yeah. haven't really gotten into. Because you're going to get the Bethesda experience. I mean, if you're talking about open world, Bethesda and Rockstar, I right. would argue, they're kind of the masters of this. Um, 
going back to No Man's Sky, it's fun. It's an infinite universe, but there's virtually zero story. Right. I could imagine having a lot of fun with that experience, but with a good narrative. Right. I would think that well, would be something fun. See, but this is where I think, and this is my biggest complaint, and I w- I'm going to get into this as a rant, which I know uh, I shouldn't have, but this is going to also go into movies and everything else. But I feel like we're at this point now, especially with COVID, and we, I, I texted you this the other day. People keep – what we're getting now, we, we want stories. We want, we want characters. We want something to take us on an emotional journey or on a ride or something from A to B. Yeah. And, and that's, that's what we want. There, of course – we love spectacles. We love explosions. Sure. We love giant bright colors and how great these games yeah, look and how beautiful these movies Right. <laughs> and how beautiful these movies are. But sitting at home in my living room playing a game, you've got to give me a reason to spend money that sets it apart yeah. from a game that I already bought three years ago yeah. that you guys are already next-gen patching. Because <laughs> I can play fucking Fallout 4 and I don't have to spend the money on Starfield. Yeah. Now, it's on Game Pass, so... That's the thing. Per, I, I, how many games did they show for the Xbox? It was like 23 games. 23. So. There were like, what, three that aren't on Game Pass? Right. Everything's going to be fucking included. Right. And, and, and that right there, and, and perfect that we're going to get back to that, because that's the only reason I will play Starfield, yeah. is because of Game Pass. It's not a game that I will spend money on. But I'm afraid that that's where we're going to keep seeing these. Hey, here's this massive open world. Here's yeah. this massive open world. And they're slowly going to start dropping stuff in and dropping stuff in and dropping stuff in, which, cool, that's fine. But... I have a job, I'm married, I have kids, I have a life. I don't have 80, 90, 120 hours. I have I used to, but not anymore. I'm fucking 18% of the way done with Breath of the Wild. Like, the game's been out for another one I never completed. Because I don't have the time. And then, you know, I look back and uh, with Ratchet and Clank, for instance, the new one, Rift Apart, it's probably the best game I've played in years. Like, it is so fucking good. And I'm gonna I'm gonna finish this game because I want to finish this game. Yeah. But I'm not gonna fucking go play Fallout Four and finish it because uh, right. I don't have the time. I just yeah. don't. I love the Tomb Raider games. I love like uh, God of War. I completed God yeah. of War, which was a great game. So you got to give me a story and a reason to want to do this. Not just, Hey, build your civilization and grow your person and change your beard. And guess what? When your horse goes in cold water is nuts. Like, I don't give a fuck. (laughs) Give me a reason. So, Uh, I mean, I'm all for it. You know, this is like the seventh time you've mentioned those horse balls. That must've really had an impact on your life when you first saw it. It, well, you know why? Because you can't fucking fast travel anywhere. You you gotta, your character feels like he was walking through (laughs) shit, yet I can sit here and watch a horse's nuts shrink in cold water. You know, you, you do realize there was someone on that development team whose entire nine to five job, plus crunch time, if you want to take that into mm-hmm. account, is the jump in, is the pull into his parking spot, turn on his computer, jump into 3DS Max, yep. and basically draw horse balls. Hmm? And you know he had to sit there and be like, well, this one doesn't have enough hair. This one I would love to see his Google search history with just giant horse balls. Yep, horse testicles. Right, enter. like that poor, poor bastard. Yep. But yep. like, hey, He's done well because that's the only thing that sticks you know out what? for the game. At the end of the day, on your deathbed, that's what you're going to remember right. about Red Dead 2. I'm going to be like, goddamn horse balls. They shrink. <laughs> but, uh, but, like, I mean, I just, I hope, I hope, I hope that, you know, those little gimmicks that we get in these yeah. in these games start going away and we get better stories. There's yeah. a reason 
The Last of Us 2, God of War, The Last of Us, Horizon Zero Dawn, right? These games, I want all Sony. By the way, (laughs) oh yeah, that is sad, right? Spider Man, Miles Morales, Mass Effect has me. But that's like a decade and a half old game, exactly. But now I'm finally playing it. Yeah, but um, but it's kind of like that's true. I forgot you did. I need more. Yeah, yeah. and I need a story, and I need things to be invested. So Starfield, I'm excited. I I love seeing the next gen beautifulness of of what we're getting from these games of graphics. But I want more, and that's where I liked what we saw with Flight Simulator, which is I was just about to say. Speaking of big open world with no plot. Flight Simulator. Have you played any Flight Simulator game ever? I've played one Flight Simulator when I was stationed up at Travis, like okay. somebody had it on a computer, and then there were multiple. Did you times. play with a flight stick? Yes. Okay. And there were. It's fucking hard. It is because I remember an old flight. I forgot. It was like 2004 or something like that, where you had to fly a helicopter down the Las Vegas Strip, and I could not fucking do it because it's you know it's a simulator. It's supposed to be real world physics and everything. Yeah. So that leads. That leads directly into, okay, so now we're going to have Flight Simulator on the Xbox. I know it's already out for the PC, but my PC can't handle it. Um, I'm curious how the flight controls will translate over to a gamepad. What kind of accessibility options? Because you can't have real-world flight physics that you can only do on a flight stick with an Xbox controller. Right. And how the fuck is the Top Gun expansion going to work? Because I can tell you right now, in real life, I'm pretty much going to guarantee I don't have to fly a real jet. Not at all. So, no. You, and and, you and what what did I see in the Top You're Gun trailer? Top it was the F eighteen, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and the, um, I can't and fly the, a fucking F eighteen. They had the uh, the. Uh, I can't fly a Cessna. I think they had the SR twenty one as well too. Uh, oh, right, 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 right. Yeah. yeah, which is very weird, but uh, I, whatever. Yeah, whatever. So, um, so well, I'm curious, see, what kind of accessibility? Because okay, if I you thought take, it said for PC only. No, PC, it's already out for PC. They're going to release it actually in two weeks for uh, Xbox. Well, well now, Microsoft, now the Xbox, you can do pretty much any Bluetooth controller, so couldn't you just You can, it? and you can do a flight stick, and the Hori does make a flight stick right now, right. For, which is all fine and dandy. My question is this. So you have Gran Turismo, you have games like Assetto Corsa, games like iRacing, where you basically, not Gran Turismo, but the other ones, where you basically can't play them without a steering wheel right. setup because that's what they're made for. You have a game like Forza, which is a lot more forgiving because they created it with controllers in mind. They know 99% of their players are going to be sitting on a couch with an Xbox gamepad playing on their Xbox. Right. So they built in, into the code, certain forgivenesses. So you're not one-on-one like driving a real car like you would in iRacing. Right. So, you know, they'll, they'll, it'll be a little bit more forgiving even when you have all the assist stuff. I'm curious if they're going to build something like that into Flight Simulator for Xbox. Because you would have to, I think. I wonder if they're just going to do something with the flight simulator where, like you said, they know the people who are going to play it or sit on the couch. Or it's just going to be like Ace Combat games or something. Or if they know that the people who are going to want to play this, maybe they're like, hey, this is a good way to take PC gamers and get them to Xbox. Because, like, hey, look, you can get this Xbox Series X and get Game Pass and your flight simulator, which is probably one of their better-selling games. Which some of the games for Game Pass I do play on my PC. So, And maybe that's a good cross-generational gap. And then let's say that you have your, you know, like you just just had an Xbox One X or whatever it is. And so this comes out for Game Pass and you plug in your controller from your PC into your Xbox. You're like, oh, shit. All right. And then, you know what I'm saying? So maybe, maybe this is just a way for them to just say... Look, guys, enjoy some Top Gun fun for your average yeah. people who we know that we're going to fucking play Danger Zone as loud as Goddamn we can right. and take off and do Top Gun. And then it's also a good way just to cross that branch between PC and you know gaming because uh, PC and Xbox. Yeah. 
But I, I mean, uh, I, well, I think it'd be dope. My, my whole thing is I hope when I sit down to play Flight Simulator on July 27th, I think that's when it's coming out, I hope I can sit down, f- turn on my controller, and just play it. I hope it's not so hard and so frustrating like when I was trying to fly down the strip and I somehow flipped my helicopter upside down <laughs> and didn't know how that happened. I hope it's not an experience like that because Flight Simulator has the potential to be one of those games similar to No Man's Sky where at the end of a long day, I just want to fucking crack open a beer mm. and fly from San Francisco to L.A., and not have to really think about it. Just enjoy the beauty on my big-ass TV. You, how many um, rich white celebrities do you think do the exact same thing with the real airplanes? I don't know. They get off work, sure crack a beer, and they take their Chloe. Cessna. Well, I would hope they're not drinking while flying, but you know what? I'm not rich and white, and so... <laughs> it's, Neither am I, so it's very... <laughs> You're white, but not rich. I, I don't... Not either, and... <laughs> I don't really... I mean, I don't classify myself... You don't I don't identify as a white rich man. Oh, sorry. You like that helps. chick that identified as black, even though she was white. <laughs> I just, I just identify as, uh, as a human. As a human I'm just, being. I'm just a human being. Fucking a. Yeah. Yep. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just Josh. I don't know what to tell you guys. Josh. I'm just Josh. Yep. So, um, but yep. now that we're getting all off fucking track of here, uh-huh. so I will say though, I want to yes. get to these two things that. Yeah, well, go for I guess it. we can do go three things, it. but these two things really stuck out to me. So, like we were saying, E3 has become very underwhelming. Especially E3 at right. home. It's I just, mean, I appreciate it. I get it. But yes. Right. And it's like, and, and again, I have no problem because I'm never going to get to go to E3. So, I kind of like it. You know, <sighs> I almost did. But <laughs> it's like, I, I don't really care. Especially now that you said we got Xbox doing their own thing, yeah. PlayStation doing their own thing. It just doesn't work for me. Ubisoft but, has their own conference. Yes. Square Enix has their own conference. But Guardians of the Galaxy and the Wakanda DLC yes. that we saw getting into like the Marvel universe yeah. of this stuff. I'm pretty excited about this. So, Guardians looks absolutely fantastic because okay say what you will about the avengers game the actual gameplay itself is not something i ever had a complaint with no i think the game plays very smoothly so to actually develop a single player focused narrative driven guardians of the galaxy game where you can switch between gear or no you can't but it'll flip-flop you depending on the story yeah to have that studio's gameplay behind something that's not live service which fucking a the avengers never should have been in the first place yep is very exciting to me. Plus, with all the quirkiness and all the licensed music and everything that Guardians is now known for, looks fantastic. It looks so good. And um, uh, this is a dumb question, but yeah, same people who made Avengers, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so my uh, question, Crystal Dynamics. Yeah, okay. Yep. So I'm 99 percent sure that Guardians of the Galaxy was going to be similar to Avengers, and they got all the backlash. And they and went, they're like, ah, let's back. Yeah, that let, up. let's go ahead yeah. and back that up. Which I think is why we are yeah. getting um, a single player, game. right? A single yeah. player game, That's and funny, I think yeah. we're getting this story driven because they're like, yeah. yeah, we fucked up. So let's because the this. Avengers campaign was the best part of that game. Fucking, it, it, was. it was like a what 10, 15 hours. Yeah. Perfect story. If I paid sixty bucks and it was just the campaign, I would have considered it money well spent. Absolutely, you know? yeah, absolutely. And and even now, like all the extra content that we've got, it's still good. It's yeah. still good. It's more than worth it. I, even speaking of it, I went in and I played started playing last night, like the Kate Bishop song because I never. You got to finish that because the Kate Bishop and Clint DLCs are really fun. They're only like five hours each. Yeah, and therein lies the problem with the Avengers game as a live service game. I finished the campaign. You and I played a couple times. Yeah. Never touched it again. Right. Like, Next gen care. upgrade. Touched it for about an hour. Never touched it again. Yeah, exactly. Kate Bishop came out. Played it. Finished it. Never touched it again. So here I am at the end of Clint. You know, being finished. I'm just waiting for the Wakanda DLC. Right. I don't ever intend to touch that game until no. the uh, Wakanda DLC well, drops. Well, I at this point right now, I'm not. E- I'm not even gonna do the Clint Barter with Kate Bishop because I only want the Wakanda DLC. Because yeah. and, and <laughs> this was crazy. It looks so cool, dude. I, I forgot to mention this. When we were in Disneyland, they had. The um the the Shathari warriors were in there, 
I did from fucking the 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 Wakanda princess board. Oh, uh, the Dora Milaje. Yeah, the, yeah. So they were there. God, Shatari. Yeah, <laughs> fuck that. Sorry. I was like, really? They had Shatari there? Yeah. No, no. Sorry, guys. You know, I'm a stoner. It happens. Um, <laughs> fucking. So, but they were out there doing their spears and just yeah. put on this dope performance, and they were sitting there, and um, they were all Wakanda forever, man. I look as like dead now. I hit the Wakanda forever. Dude. Yeah. So That's dope, yeah. dude. It was so sick, but it was crazy. But it got me so hyped. It was Black that Panther show that thing. I sent you that Avery sent me, right? Where they were doing the speed. Yeah, and so like block, I, thrust. Yeah, I didn't get a that. chance to catch yeah. the end of the show because we just saw like the last end of it. Ah. Oh my god! But um, dude, right so sick and yeah, my eyes just started going. Um, it was so cool because like you know the actresses are so into it, like the yeah, shaving everything, and it was so sick. But it was really dope. Well, and, and I and I saw, like I was watching the video, and I was like, man, these fucking look like real Dora right. Oh, the, the costumes. Were so, oh, it's crazy. Yeah. But it got me so hyped again for like the Black Panther and for like the Wakanda DLC and yeah. everything. Yeah. And then I started the thinking, yeah. you know, uh, after you know uh, Chadwick Boseman passed away and all this other kind of stuff, it almost seems like they're kind of been very silent on anything Black Panther. Which has been kind of weird, like you know, uh, which yes I get it. But no, I get it because they don't have they don't have a anything. successor to him yet. Absolutely, so we don't know what what their plan is. Absolutely. I still think Shuri, but whatever. Which and, and yeah. I'm hoping that's what they do. But seeing how they incorporated like all of that stuff into the to the yeah. uh, to the um, Avengers campus and having the Wakanda DLC come out just gives me super hyped because I just started having these memories of how good the Black Panther movie yeah, was yeah. how great Chadwick Boseman is as yeah. Black Panther and just how crucial man, the Black I, Panther I, I'm role so is sad he's gone it's, it's such it, I don't even know man I didn't know him obviously right. and the only of his movies I've seen were the Jackie Robinson movie and him as T'Challa it, so, for all intents and purposes, there should be no reason why I'm that attached to him as an actor right. or as a character. But it's such a fucking tragedy that, and he he was Black Panther when he was fighting cancer. Yeah, and, that's insane and, to and me. And I think it's because he was so young, and you never yeah. nobody ever said anything bad about him. No, and, and you know no. what? He no one knew about his cancer. He kept it to himself. Yeah, he, just kept it yeah, to he himself never wanted to make it yeah. the focus. Which I think mm. that might be why it's. So shocking, yeah. Man. Like when Granny Mahara died, just kind of came out of nowhere, right? And, and I'm and I'm super super excited for for the Wakanda DLC that yeah. we're going to get because like because it looks like a whole world it, it instead is. of just a stage. Yes, and I yeah. think that they're going to use this, and I think and I'm hoping that this is going to be like it pays you know homage to Chadwick Boseman to the Black Panther. You know they will, yeah. They would, and, they would have to, and know. I think that that's why we're getting this one last, and then we're going to get the Guardians game. Well, and Spidey. Spidey well, gets a DLC. Yeah. So, but I think that that's why we're getting these next yeah. two last because this is going to be their big one, and then Spider-Man is probably going to be a big link. I'm thinking, you know, to hopefully to is Spider-Man just for PS5. Yes, right. Yeah. So, so I'm hoping that's what they do with it. But yeah. I'm just super stoked about this, and from what we saw with the purples and and, and the costumes yeah. and Wakanda yeah. and it, fucking statues, right? Of the, it, yeah, it, we we've just been robbed of this great story inside of Wakanda yeah. with because not many people understand that Wakanda is the most advanced. Yes, in the Marvel in universe. The, yep. In the Marvel universe, yep. like the, it's a nation full of Tony Starks. And, <laughs> On a bad day, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, I mean, like exactly. you know, Shuri is the smartest human. Yeah. Like yeah. in MC, that's just it. And I feel like we haven't got the touch on that. So I'm hoping that we see that inside of this this Wakanda DLC. Yeah. And like you were saying, the play that Crystal Dynamics has put into this game and how smooth it is and how yeah. well it operates and and how beautiful it looks on the PS5. It's got me excited to go back and play Avengers. Notice how not one person complained that it didn't look like the MCU characters. Why do you think that is? Why do you think when they showed the first trailer for the Avengers game, everyone on Twitter shit a brick? Oh, this doesn't look like Chris Evans. This doesn't look like... 
like Robert Downey Jr. But here, everyone's they're like, cool, this looks great. Uh, I think it's because everybody got their expectations tempered and they got to realize that there's different fucking artists out there. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry, but Robert Downey Jr. doesn't really look like Iron Man from the original comics. Yeah. Uh, sorry. He fucking unfollowed everyone on Instagram, okay? Right. It's just, yeah. Um, let's move on. Uh, Forza 5 also got announced. I don't want to spend too much time yeah. on it. It's a new Forza game. It looks gorgeous. It's going to be in Mexico. I can't fucking wait because I'm a huge Forza mark. Yeah. Well, let's move on to the out of E3 because I really want to talk about this. I, I've been kind of rubbing my head rubbing my head that sounds wrong you know what I mean I've been kind of rubbing my head about this ever since they announced this so for years I would say at least two or three years ever since before the Switch Lite came out people have been spreading rumors about a Switch Pro a 4K Switch Nintendo does this look at how many fucking DS's there are Mm -hmm. DSi DS Lite DXSL whatever so we knew this was coming. So they dropped the Switch Lite. They dropped a Switch that was the regular Switch, but with a better battery. Mm-hmm. And now we're finally getting word of a new Nintendo Switch. We all thought it was going to be announced at E3. Right. Nothing happened. Nothing. The rumors were OLED screen, 7-inch screen, mm-hmm. possibly better battery, 4K when docked. We finally did get an announcement of a new Nintendo Switch. And it was some of those things, but not the ones we all wanted. It was an OLED screen, which I have to say is going to, it's going to look great. Yeah. It's a seven inch OLED screen. It's going to look absolutely fucking fantastic, but it's not going to be 4k when docked. And the only other new thing is what different colors, a new stand Mm -hmm. and a land port. Right. I, what a letdown dude. I was never going to buy the new switch, even when it was rumored to be 4k. Right. But now we're talking about a $349 Nintendo switch, which is more than an Xbox series S Mm -hmm. with virtually no upgraded features except an OLED screen. Right. And it's Nintendo. I get it. Nintendo going to Nintendo. They're going to pull shit like this. Absolutely. I just, I'm speechless. (laughs) I'm not surprised because again, didn't PlayStation come out? Didn't PS4 come out with a PS4 Slim? And it was like, oh my god, with one terabyte. And then six months after, like, oh PS4 Pro for the same price. The Slims were never. They're kind of sort of the same thing as what Nintendo does, but not. I don't don't really put it in the same category. PS and Xbox always release a Slim, but it's for all intents and purposes the same specs. Right, but but they had better memory, so like you could get the PS4 at 500. So like we have the Slim now with one terabyte, and you can get The Last of Us, and then all of a sudden six months later, like here's the PS Pro, and it's like oh fuckers. So I bet you what Nintendo's (laughs) gonna do is they're gonna drop this out now because they've been working on it, get it out for the holiday season. This way everybody can get a Switch, and it's like oh I got the better one because. Because it's X- still the best-selling console. Absolutely. Even, even despite, you know, and the like, new model. And, like, we got our next-gen consoles day one. Like, we... We, 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 we were turned, one of the lucky yeah, ones. we were one of the lucky ones. But whoever... Think of how many people had issues with their consoles. Yeah. So now this is like... Shit, I did. Right. So yeah. now this is Nintendo's like, look, man, it's been out for a while. Yeah. You're paying 350 It's going to work from day one. Get Do you it think in. there will be a 4K Switch? 100. percent I think it'll drop next you think, summer. You think it'll be their next console, or do you think it'll just be an, another iteration of? The I Switch? think it'll be their. I think it'll be their Switch Pro, and okay. then I don't think we're gonna get a new console from Nintendo yeah. probably at least until 2025. And I'm only. Oh yeah. And I'm only because they love yeah. Right, and I'm only saying that because that'll be around the time when we're gonna start getting different formats for the Series X and for the PS5. Yeah, I, you're exactly right. Nintendo always seems to drop their brand new consoles halfway through the life cycles of the other two. Which right. would put it about because about when I when I remember when the Switch came out, I had just got my PS4 Pro, and I was like, "Well, I'm not right. going to get a Switch. I might as well upgrade to the PS yeah. Pro." And then I was like, "Well, fuck it. I might as well get the Switch too because yeah. I got lucky and got in line and just happened to find one." So it's like, so I think that's what Nintendo's going to do. I could be fucking wrong. I'm not a. I don't have a magic. No, I think you're right. Ball, I mean, because, but, because these companies all follow 
a specific, you know, right. we, you can go back a decade, two decades, and this is all all what they've been doing. So no, you're right. I, I guarantee, I'm willing to guarantee quite a bit that we'll see a Switch and, Pro. And I think that Nintendo decided when they announced this that people are going to be going out. They're looking at people yeah. traveling and everything else. And Nintendo's like, let's get ahead of the game. Let's drop something that's going to be a portable console. It's going to be updated for people going to college, people actually yeah. moving now because for the past year and a half, people two years... College. So they play their Switches all day and uh, flunk all their classes like absolutely. I did with the PS1. Right. All absolutely. I did was play Tony Hawk and flunk everything. <laughs> absolutely, So, though. go Aggies. <laughs> But, dude, I do think that's what Nintendo does. And I think you're just trying to get ahead by being like, yeah, look, man, the yeah. world's opening. People are on the move. Yeah. Get your Nintendo. Get ready to go. Get out there. And I'm hoping that we're going to see better online support from Nintendo. With we better, never will. With better they've games. They've been horseshit with their online ever since. Right. Because the big push for the Switch was, I remember the preview trailers. People sitting with their Switches down at a park playing NBA yeah, yeah. 2K. Yep. And I'm like, fuck yes. And it doesn't happen. First of all, you can't play NBA 2K on a Joy-Con. You just can't. You can't. It just doesn't work that way. But yeah. Um, the, I forgot what I was going to Oh, this is what I was going to say. So we for sure are going to see a 4K Switch probably, and then we're going to have a next-gen whatever their next console is. When they do release the 4K Switch, okay, do you think... Okay, let, let's, let's speak in hypotheticals here. They're going to release the 4K Switch, and the big launch title they're going to have to show off the 4K Switch is Mario Kart 9, let's mm-hmm. say, okay? Mm-hmm. Do you think that Mario Kart 9 is going to only work for the 4K Switch, or do you think it'll work for our Switches just toned down? I think it will. Do you think it'll just be checkerboarding, upscaling to 4K for the 4K Switch? No, I don't think. I think they're going to do like they did with the DSi and the DSi XL and the 3DS and all that kind of shit. I think that (laughs) the older games will work on the new one, but the new games won't work on the old one. Ah. And and Nintendo has a... They fucking do that yep. to you. That's what pisses me off. Because my DS games will work in my 3DS, but yes. not the other way around. Yep. Not the, and you know what? Pisses me the fuck yep. off because I had to go get a 3DS XL for when I started traveling because I'm like, I got all these fucking games. Yep. yep. And you know, and then it's they, only, and they it's discontinued only, it. And yeah. then, then it's like, <coughs> excuse me. Oh, God. Well, now I, the Switch and the DSi games are so fucking close to each yeah. other. Come on, Nintendo! <laughs> and, and you know, what's fucking weird, and this seems to only be with Nintendo, you don't ever see it with Sega, you don't ever see it with PlayStation, Microsoft, whatever, but Nintendo has this weird thing, and it's not through any fault of their own, where they'll release a game, let's say the first Bravely Default game for the DS, Yeah. okay? And then a couple years down the road, it suddenly becomes super rare, and you can't get it for under $100. Right. A Legend of Zelda cartridge just sold for almost a million. Jesus. Okay. Right now, if I if I were to bust out because I have a two DS, not a three DS, the three yeah. D fucked my eyes up. If I were to pull out my two DS and go, okay, I really want to play Persona Q, which came out what three or four years ago. Yeah. I can't find it on eBay for less than a hundred dollars, just because these things become rare collectibles, and I don't know why. I have I have a Mario Kart DS, which is probably worth quite a bit it's now. Wor- uh, I got it. I got it for like ten bucks somewhere. Yeah, but it's on eBay right now for like one hundred fifty bucks. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, it's only Nintendo. Yeah, only, only Nintendo. Nintendo games. Right, you're you're one hundred percent right. Because I had it's um really weird. Uh, that yeah, you're fucking right, dude. Because like even N sixty four games are like that. And it's not Nintendo that's doing that. Like right now, it's not like Mario Kart eight is in short supply. Do you, but do you know what it is though? I bet it's because I think. The Nintendo technology is really the only technology yeah, kind of game. Yeah, they're weird with their tech. Right. Well, that yeah. that it's not a disc. So, yeah. you know, you could... I, I have 
I shit you not, I still have my Sega Game Gear. It's in my garage. You showed me. That's I, fucking awesome. I can plug it into a power you got a half hour of battery, battery life. Right, with six fucking AA batteries. Yeah, exactly. But <laughs> I can plug it into the wall and turn it on. It'll still work. Yeah. And I have um, NFL Club 96 Ooh. with John Madden, with uh, Joe Montana on the fucking cover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it still works. You remember Mortal Kombat for the Game Gear? Yes. <laughs> Dude, and I have... I have it's a, like a 4 I have game. R-Type, <laughs> and I have um, mm, fucking... Uh, I have a Bugs Bunny game and I have a couple like NHL 96 and yeah. shit and they still work and it's those cartridge technology yeah that's true that's I th- true. because no one's like hey does anybody have Tomb Raider for PlayStation that's not scratched up that'll still work no nobody you has bring it. up a good point because uh, and this is why I think Switch games won't be like that moving on because of the advent of downloadable games that's of true. digital games because now you know, you didn't really have that. Uh, now, you know, you can buy Mario Golf either physically or download it, and it's easy to find. Well, so. I I hope that other systems and consoles like Xbox and PlayStation, wink, wink, going forward, adapt some kind of technology like Nintendo has with their cartridges. Yeah. Because the amount, you could literally put a fucking... You could put the top of the line graphical 8K 120 frames per fucking second game on one little cartridge and never have to worry about it getting damaged buying the disc, whatever it yeah. is. And you could put multiple games on there. So how much easier would it be to download these games onto a micro SD card yeah. that's fucking two terabytes, which the processing power is could be just as fast. You well, can and it. it's all solid state. There's no movable parts. Right. So it's basically, so, yeah. I, and I'm just curious when we're going to see that from Xbox Probably never. and PlayStation. <laughs> which, I mean, yeah. it makes more sense. And it's better for the environment. I'm sorry, but yeah. how long does it take for a DVD to break down? How long does it take for a CD to break down? You know, like, yeah. just thinking outside. And I think that's why Nintendo lasts. I can literally take my Switch grab a handful of those micro games yeah. put in my pocket shove it in your pocket right yep. and have 30 games to play no questions yeah. asked yeah. so uh, I don't know but I again but I don't the, know what yeah. the fuck we're talking about anymore. new Nintendo Switch <laughs> it's, it's, I don't I don't I don't, yeah. I don't know I'm not, I don't know I don't but, care about it I'm yeah, not gonna lie Nintendo you dropped the ball but then again though yeah the, uh, we Nintendo, also hyped it up ourselves, right? And Nintendo so. knows what they're doing. Yeah, Nintendo didn't say Most shit. Of the time. They let everybody talk about it. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's so, move on. So, yes. so Xbox is doing a couple of really cool things. So they they announced Microsoft announced that there's going to be an Xbox TV app coming soon to new to smart TVs, which is insane to me because they are now encroaching on Stadia, Luna, GeForce Now, all those type of things. And this is where xCloud comes into play. The next two things kind of kind of go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. You have xCloud now, which I believe is finally out of beta. And you can play, you know, you can stream your Xbox library on your, I don't know, your iPad, your iPhone, whatever. Of course it makes sense that they would download, a, that, that they would release a smart TV app. Yeah, absolutely. All you would have to do is connect the Bluetooth controller, download the Xbox app on your Sony yep. or Samsung TV, access your entire, uh, uh, your entire Game Pass library. Right. Smart, I get it. That's awesome. You were just telling me that the controller lag is a very big problem on xCloud, and that, I believe, is a Bluetooth thing, so it's not anything that can really be fixed between, you know, your phone or your TV or anything like that. Now, could you see yourself playing something like Doom Eternal streaming with a Bluetooth controller on your TV that's not localized on your console with that lag? It depends. It depends on what base system you have the app on. If I can put that app, let's say, on my Apple TV... Which I'm sure you will be. 4K, and let's say it works that way, then then I could see it working because the handshake is pretty good there. But like like you, like you said, I have the XCloud service on my iPhone 12. Yeah. 
I had it hooked up on my 5G. I mean, everything yeah. looked smooth. The controller lag, and I'm using my Elite 2 Bluetooth to my phone. Uh, yes. So, so Which I believe the Elite 2 already has lag to begin with. So, and, and the lag, it comes and goes, but when it's there, it's, it's, it's a deal noticeable. breaker. It's yeah. completely noticeable. Yeah. Now, I have heard that using like those backbone controllers for the iOS and for the iPhones work really well. So I can't vouch for that. There's got to be a lag there, too, because it's a Bluetooth connection. Right. So, again, I don't yeah. know. But if you have, maybe it's just a controller. I, I don't know. Yeah. But I did play it, and it's a lot of fucking fun. Yeah, and I yeah, can yeah. see where it's going to be. But I don't know how well Stadia works or how well Luna works. Luna works well enough. But I could never play something like Doom Eternal on it just because of right. the lag. So, and I wonder, and I think that the people who are playing Doom Eternal are going to be playing it on their Series X. They're not going to be playing yeah. it on this app. Yeah. This app is made for people who want to play Minecraft or Goat Simulator. That's true, yeah. Or, you know, you're not going to sit here and play Forza yeah. on this, but, you know, you might pick it up and you might play some Gears because you can play Gears on it because Gears is quick and slow. Enough, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you can do you it can enough at 1080p to get yeah. by. And again, I think that what Xbox is going to do is Xbox is slowly becoming the Apple of video games. There is yeah, going to be a way 100%. for every single person to be able to play Xbox. Yeah. And that's that's just the way it's going to be. And all you would need to do is buy Game Pass. Right. Just 15, 15 bucks a, bucks a, month. a you month. You don't need a console anymore. No. Just set up your library on your PC, download the app on your TV, yeah. and you're good to go. And Ish. Right. And that's where we these quote-unquote console wars don't really matter. Not anymore, yeah. They just don't. It's all a matter of of gaming. That's where Game Pass will take over the fucking world. Uh, And honestly, being able to have Game Pass on my phone now and having the the xCloud, that's going to change it for me when I'm fucking traveling on the road. For when I'm at work, man, if I'm sitting in... Now, I haven't tested it on airport Wi-Fi, none of that stuff. But if I need a good enough connection, I'm chilling in a hotel... I now have all my Xbox yeah. Game Pass yeah. games with me, and that's a fucking game changer. Yeah. So, and the crazy thing is, I will still drop the money for a PlayStation, right? Because they have those first-party story-driven first, games that I can't absolutely. get anywhere else. Absolutely. So it's so okay. So the next thing, kind of hand in hand with this, is uh, Microsoft is bringing their XCloud technology, their server-side technology, to potentially bring next-gen graphics. You know, your ray tracing, uh, your 4K, and all that shit. Right. To last-gen systems, like a 1X or a 1S. I don't know if you heard about this, but they are talking about leveraging the xCloud power all in the cloud, all on the server side, and letting someone, let's say, let's say my friend Amanda, who I gave my Xbox One X to, and she's playing, um, um, what's a good cross-gen game that I can't think of right now? Let's say she's playing Jedi Fallen Order, okay? And she has an one X right now, so she can only play 1080p, you know, 30 frames per second, whatever. She does not physically have a console that is capable of doing Series X graphics. But with this update, they can use xCloud to push those graphics through, so her console itself doesn't have to actually push. Use it the just power. becomes a streaming device, it, and, a, and then she's able to play a Series X version, upgraded version of Fallen Order, of Ghost of, or not Ghost of Tsushima, of uh, Yakuza Like a Dragon, of Gears Five, whatever. She's able to play the optimized for Series X versions without having a Series X. Isn't that insane? Jesus, it's like Microsoft hates consoles. <laughs> right. Well. I, I think, I, again, I think what Microsoft realizes is that their bread and butter and what they do is going to be their consoles. This is the most powerful console yeah. you're ever going to have. 
So if every single person can dabble in it just a little yeah. bit, they're gonna be drawn to the console. Well, and the thing is, I think now, I, I don't know. I'm just pulling this out of my ass, but I think for Microsoft, their concept of a console now extends beyond what's just sitting on your entertainment center. Right. It also has to do with the Azure servers. Mm-hmm. It also has to do with this Game Pass service that they're pushing out. It's it's this entire ecosystem that they now consider their console. Quote right. Unquote. Right. Exactly. And and. and they wanted, and I think that's why the Series X is just a big black box. Pretty much. Because it, it really is, that's just, that is your tool to get everything that you need. Yeah. You know, uh, whatever Microsoft is doing is fantastic. And I think that with that Game Pass upgrade where you can play the fucking Series X updated on yeah. the one, I think that what's so cool about that is you're going to draw more people to buy your more powerful consoles because it's like the experience right because yo this is so good like i bought a playstation vr because i tested that shit out in a fucking best buy with like that shark attack thing and i was like fuck i have to have this inside of my house this is fucking amazing so that's what's going to happen everybody's going to get a little taste of it and they're going to end up going to the console and that's what's going to happen and i i hope and i'm wishing that playstation doesn't do anything like this. I want PlayStation to keep building consoles and I want doing them to what keep doing. making yep. games and doing what they're doing. Yep. PlayStation does not have the ecosystem to do this. I, and it's not like they're hurting. No. It's it, not like Microsoft no. is... T- I mean, other than the Bethesda first party thing, maybe. You know, maybe. But where, where is Sony, they're not hurting. Where's Sony from? What do you mean? Like this Sony. Japan? Japan. Yeah. And Nintendo's from Japan. Nintendo's from Japan. Sony's from Japan. So, yeah. I mean... Uh, it, and again, this, this is, is why I have a bunch of people that I know who are racist who are like, I will never do a PlayStation and Xbox for life because it's American. I'm like, okay, dude, but, relax. But, but really, but a guy who flew on Jeffrey Epstein's plane is okay? Yeah, like, I, I, they're saying this as they're talking on their iPhone that was made in China. Yeah, so, yeah, so yeah. fucking idiots. But like, I th- I'm hoping that just because I, I just I had this stupid thought connecting dots here, but Nintendo is more of the focus on the portable gaming, portable yep. pick up and go, family, right, everywhere. and everything, and yep. and PlayStation is more the inside the house. You're going to experience this game and have a good yep. time. And I and I think I'm hoping that PlayStation stays in that lane. They don't try to do what Xbox does. I don't think they will and either. Xbox is trying to be we're in every single pocket and corner yep. of your life, like Apple, <laughs> like Amazon. That's what they yep. want to do. So I just want PlayStation to stay in their lane and keep putting out these bomb ass consoles yep. and keep yep. giving me. Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Keep giving me Ghost of Tsushima. Keep giving me fucking Spider-Man's. Keep yeah. giving me these games because I will... They God just updated Miles Morales and I was like, oh, they're still updating Miles Morales. Fucking like, beautiful. And I was like, what was the update? Nine times out of ten, it's stability. Yeah, yeah. And I don't really care about it. They just updated Miles Morales with even better performance RT ray tracing reflections. It's fucking beautiful. Well, I didn't have to do that. No, didn't have to. I didn't have any problems with the old performance RT, you know, ray trace reflections. And I love it. Here they go, and they push out another update to make the reflections look even better. I love it. So I love it, and I, and I yeah. hope that that PlayStation and them keep doing that because that that's what they need to do. And Xbox, keep stay keep yeah. giving it to yeah. me because 
there are so many Xbox games that, like I just said, I don't have all this time to play Fallout. We just talked sure. about this. Yeah. But if I can fucking start Fallout 4 and I can play it on my phone when I'm traveling on the yeah, road and exactly. I'm in hotels and shit, well, guess what, Xbox? You just got me locked into fucking <laughs> Fallout 4. Now I'm a little more excited for Starfield because yeah. I just put a couple things together. And I'm like, fuck, I might you be able to find it. play it anywhere. Right. I can be connected on the Wi-Fi in the airplane and fucking be on my Xbox because yeah. you only need five gigs and I should be able to play it just fine. Yep. That's fucking bananas. That's, yeah. Well, we're, we're entering a really cool place in gaming right now. Um, the complete crumbling of the console wars is going to benefit all of us. Right. And it's just really cool. Now, speaking of Sony, we were just talking about Sony and their first-person titles and everything like that. We just got word of two Sony titles that are getting uh, PS5 upgrades. Well, not upgrades. You have to buy them. You have the Ghost of Tsushima Director's Cut, not free. And you have Death Stranding Director's Cut, not free. Now, I don't care about not free. I'll pay the whatever. You know what? But Ghost of Tsushima's upgrade path to play, uh, to PS5, you told me, was $29.99? It's $19.99. That's really fucking expensive for a PS5 patch. Now, Death Stranding just released their trailer for the uh, director's cut. Did you watch it? No. Now, Death Stranding, kind of its own thing. Weird-ass game to begin with. Whoops. Um, they're adding new missions. They're adding... New things you can do with delivery systems that make life a little bit easier. They're adding a fucking racetrack, which is weird. Yeah. But okay, I mean, at this point, I mean, they they could release a Death Stranding cooking mini game, and I wouldn't think anything of it just because the game is so fucking weird to begin yeah, with. Yeah, I, I played it for like an hour. And yeah. I was like, I don't, I never played it. Again. I like the game, but it's one of those few games that I can't go back now because it's not in sixty frames per second. Well, now it will be. So Death Stranding's upgrade path also costs money, but it's only ten bucks. Now that I'm willing to spend ten bucks on. To get the new racetrack, to get the yeah. new 4K 60, I am not as much as I love Ghost of Tsushima. I am not willing to spend 29.99 just to get. I mean, number one, it's already 4K 60. Right. I'm okay with that. Right. I don't need the new missions or anything. So I, I'm kind of scratching my head why why PlayStation is charging so much for the Ghost of Tsushima upgrade. Exactly, and then it's also... So it's with, a whole game's <clears throat> worth. And then if you think about the other games they have coming out this year, too, that I could spend 50, 60 bucks on, like, I don't yeah. know if I want to yeah. go for this, because I haven't finished Ghost yet. I yeah. still... I'm at, like, the last level, I guess. I'm fighting the con yeah, on Frozen. finishing the PS4 version. Right, right exactly. Yeah. So... Uh, should I, I? I don't want to have to go back and replay it on this new one. I don't want to pay the money just for yeah. a couple seconds. I still haven't done any side missions in Ghost yet. So, <laughs> so it's like, why would I want to pay the upgrade yeah. for this? But again, there's a lot of people who don't have it. So I wonder if what's that's gonna ha- different. Yeah. So I wonder if this is going to become the only edition that's available going forward. So that's Probably. what you know. There won't be the PS4 version like we have. So it's kind of like, hey guys, we gave you the free chance to upgrade, but if you want the better version, you have to pay for it. I don't I'm think they'll do that just it, because people will fucking riot. But um, I'm not going to pay for it. No, I'm not going to. But I, w- I will pay for the ten dollars for the Death Stranding. I see. I won't even do that. I've only put five hours into Death Stranding. And then next gen came out and I never touched it again. Yeah. You I think know? that's that's four point four five more hours that I put into yeah, it. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, because I was just like, oh, cool. I got. I was carrying a bunch of stuff. Yeah, it's I, a walking simulator. Yeah, my dude kept falling over, and then like these weird things were coming at yeah. me, and I was like, I don't know what's happening. You so, have to rock a baby, right? Exactly. I was like, why the fuck am I rocking a baby? Yep. I got kids. Like, I don't want to rock a digital baby. <laughs> it's fucking this is dumb. Uh, well, yeah, I, I, I'm kind of Tony Hawk did it with the ten dollar upgrade and everything. I'm kind of hoping this upgrade path to to current gen graphics isn't always going to cost money you have a ton of games that didn't do that 
You know, No Man's Sky has been, you know, we're going back to that, has had like three upgrades. Nothing cost a penny. You know, Jedi Fallen Order just yep. got a Series X and a PS5 upgrade. Didn't cost a penny. Yep. I, I just, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, well, like Tony Hawk, they had to pay for that ten upgrade. Bucks. Yep. I'm like, I'm not doing it. Yep. Don't, I don't play the game enough to spend another 10 bucks on it. Like, not for Tony Hawk, yeah. yeah. Which already ran fine to begin yeah, with. Like, so, I, I don't yeah. care. Like, I'm not that good at it, so it doesn't fucking matter. Like, how I, I how keep much... getting hit by the bus in uh, the right. San Francisco. Level, <laughs> exactly. So, I, I mean, can't. It's... I can't even get a bronze. Like, I, yeah. I can't. I don't care. I don't even have a levels unlock yet. But I don't know. Uh, I, I, yeah. I, don't know. I, I don't. I hope that it's not something going forward that we keep seeing from studios where they're we having will. these huge upcharges. But I get the feeling that we will because there's a lot of people that are buying next gen consoles yeah. that don't have last gen consoles. And it's like, why should we let them get this game for super cheap with all these free upgrades and we yeah. just need to start doing it? Because remember, after, like, you can't even find the original Last of Us anymore. Like, you can only get the deluxe, whatever upgrade. Oh, that's right. Yeah. The, 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 yeah. Yeah, and like with all the side, yeah, the remastered yeah. side stuff, and my Last of Us is the OG Last yeah, yeah. of Us, so it's kind of like okay, so you know, and so, but I don't know, man, yeah. I, I'm not gonna fucking pay for it. Uh, maybe when I get it for PlayStation Plus with like 45 percent off, I might do it. But other than that, I don't really give a fuck. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's move on. This this kind of came out of nowhere. So. Um, the developers behind the Terminator Resistance game, which uh, I ended up buying the PS5 version, it's fun. It was worth the 19 bucks that I bought it for. I would never have paid full price for it. Yeah. It's just the fun. And I mean, the, if anything, these developers love the Terminator franchise, and they did it proud. It's a fun game. It's certainly nothing I would ever play through twice, and it looks nice. And, you know, it's whatever. It's cool fighting T-800s and Hunter Killers and all yeah. that. They apparently are releasing a RoboCop game, which will do the plot of the first three or I should say the only three RoboCop movies that came out of nowhere and I'm fucking excited for it. The, fucking RoboCop, dude. Dude. Did you Ro- see the trailer I sent you? I did. Yeah. It looks fucking sick, yeah. man. I like the yep. OG role. Like the first RoboCop oh, yeah. is so fucking badass and gory. And Yep. Um, it was rated X. Yeah. And when it came dude, out, yeah. The, the Verhoeven's films are so fucking badass. They like are. Starship <laughs> Troopers is so fucking, the commercials and stuff. It's so yeah. good. So, uh, the hyper so violence, random. the hyper the hyper gore that you get from these RoboCop yeah. movies, it fits in fucking great for a game. Well, it's yeah. just fucking random as the, the Evil Dead game that we got coming. Oh, that's right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which yeah. is which is fucking just okay. I guess we got it coming. Yeah. And I think it's going to be just one of those games that's going to drop out for twenty bucks, and you're going to go through and just have a great time. I and just play can't it. wait to see because I haven't played a RoboCop game since uh, RoboCop vs Terminator, mm-hmm. which again was one of those super hyper violent games that was awesome. Yeah. Um, I just can't wait to play a first-person or third-person RoboCop game that does the plot of the first three movies with all the cheesiness and this cyberpunk Detroit-type yeah. deal. I don't even know if they're going to get Peter Weller to do the voice. I hope they do. They <laughs> what else is he doing? Yeah, exactly. But um, just that just that final shot in the trailer where his leg opens up and the gun pops, I was like, yes, I yes. need to fucking play this. Yes. So Well, I mean, there's a lot of like fucking hyper-violent movies from yeah. the 80s and stuff that they could do these... like. I would buy a Commando game. I would fucking buy a Rambo game. Yeah. Like fucking give me give me the plot of Rambo one through three in a video game. I'm yeah. fucking sold. Like and they can go back and do these video games yeah. based off of these movies and do them justice. You know, like I just downloaded um the Space Jam, a new legacy game on the Xbox game uh with my rewards because it's free. And you can Wait, play what? It's a it's a game on the Series X. It's, it's a new game? Yeah, it's Space Jam, the new legacy. Um, and you can get it for free. What is it, a basketball game? I, I don't know. It was just free. <laughs> I was like, whatever. But it was like 16 gigs or something. I didn't even... 
I didn't even know that yeah. that was a thing. But well, uh, anyways, yeah, but um, but it's like just one of these games that they're gonna put out. It's gonna look pretty cool, but it's based off of the movie. And I remember yeah. growing up, it every has a single niche, yeah, you know, yeah. every single fucking movie that was coming out had a shitty video game attached to uh, it. Yeah, yeah, like, and it was always like the arcade side scroller, and you just kind of Jurassic Park for Genesis. Yeah, remember that? Do, yes. It was a platformer. How the fuck? No, no, don't even get me. No, like, uh, and uh, it's like all yeah. these movies basically just took Contra and then just slapped the yes. fucking main character on it. And that and was none it. of them were ever as good as Contra. No, and that was, and that's all yeah. they were. So like, you can go back though, and you give me fucking this RoboCop game one yeah. two, three. I'll drop twenty bucks. Speaking on Speaking of Contra, I have the Contra collection on the Switch, and the other day I popped it on. My son was like, "What's this?" I was like, "Oh, I'll show you what this is." Turns out, even at forty, I can still blow through Contra all the levels without dying once. So this is sad. I'm still but a badass. I've never gotten past level three in Contra, like the ever. Waterfall level. Yep, yeah, I've never gotten past the waterfall so level. So much fun. Ever. It's. I was because Contra's hard as fuck. Um, I was in uh, what fucking state was it? It doesn't matter. I think it was Washington or something. I was at a brewery and they had a bunch of arcades set up, oh, and nice. one of the arcades had all the Contras on it. Then you just go through and just play it for fucking yeah. free. So I'm sitting there. Dude, that's, that's awesome. A fucking hour and a half, two hours. Could not get back. I was like, yeah. fuck Contra. I think it's one of those things where you had to have played it and put so many hours into it when it first came out, right. when you were like six or seven. Right. And it just sticks with you. Yep. Yeah. I want You know what I want them to do, which which I really like the Battletoads on Game Pass? Ah, yeah. It's, it's just it's, a it's fucking yeah. fun arcade Double game. Dragon Neon. Yeah. Yeah. I want more games like that of the Ninja Turtles or like the X-Men because, you know, like the cartoon the, the, X-Men. The, 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 the arcade one. Yeah, yeah. like I yep. want that as like the Battletoads game. Yeah. Like those kind of games. Well, they're going to do it with Shredder's Revenge. Yes. Yeah. Shredder's Revenge is going to be fucking sick. It's going to be awesome. Because I, I have an arcade, like a standing arcade yeah, two yeah. players that I've showed you and dude my dad came over uh, a few months ago we stood in the garage for two hours and we just sat there and fucking played Turtles in Time and just sat there and did all these arcades. is that on your arcade thing yeah. Turtles in Time yeah fucking 2500 of them on there yeah dude that's one of the ones on there dude so much fucking nice. fun and we just sat there and played for hours we played The Simpsons we played all these classic oh, arcade the games dude ne- next time we're podcasting we're breaking it out yep. we're gonna play The Simpsons so awesome. much fun I but Bart that- <laughs> exactly, yeah. but uh, dude, I'm excited for this RoboCop game um, because it's it's gonna be shitty. Fun. We know this, right? But it's, it's gonna not gonna be, gonna be great, but it's gonna fun. be so fun. Just like the exactly. Evil Dead game, the yep. Evil Dead is gonna be shit, and I can't fucking wait. Just like the Friday the Thirteenth game that's out. Oh yes, right. It's, exactly. It's just yep. you, it's just yep. fucking fun, and that's what I'm excited for. <laughs> that's just fucking fun. Yeah. Just give me fun. So we were talking earlier about open world. And we were talking about how we can't finish anything. And I mentioned I never finished Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Yep. I put, I have, I checked the other day. I probably have a good forty-five hours in Assassin's Creed Odyssey, and I am nowhere near being done with it really? because all I did was fuck around. Yeah, all I did was all, you had to all I did was sail and be like, "Ooh, here's a treasure chest," and it took me two hours to dive down and get it because I had to keep coming back up for air. Yep. So yeah, just shit like that, and all of a sudden, forty-five hours of my life is gone because. I'm off flying my bird around. Whatever. So Ubisoft has finally announced that their next Assassin's Creed game, and this is kind of a departure for them for the series, is going to be called Assassin's Creed Infinity, and it is a live service game. And it looks like, uh, judging from the key art and everything, that you're going to be able to play previous Assassin's Creed characters, like Altair, Ezio, you know, all those guys, Cassandra, whatever. Um... I'm kind of live serviced out. I don't know about how you feel. (sighs) I like the concept of live service if it's for something like a Gears or a Borderlands and they do it right, where the concept of the live service concept 
doesn't affect the gameplay too much. Right. It's just kind of there. When you have something like an Avengers and it actually can fuck with the gameplay, I'm not a big fan of it. Right. I, I don't... I get... You know, you have something like Fortnite that's making billions and millions of dollars. I get it. I get why everyone wants to get on the live service train. I just don't understand why Assassin's Creed needs to go this route. Well, if you look at Assassin's Creed and kind of what the concept of it originally started as with the Animus and all these stories and stuff, it seems like... Which they don't even do the Animus anymore. No. Yeah. Like, so it seems like that's what they want to do and I can understand it, but... Maybe it's something where they include the entire backlog and all this other kind of stuff, and it's just this massive... It's just... I, I mean, you look at something... Like, okay, So, Rockstar. All their money now is being made from shark cards mm. on GTA Online. Yeah. Not from the sales of units of GTA Five. not from sales of Red Dead Redemption 2, whatever. So, a part of me is like, well, you know, if you're a company like Ubisoft, I get it. You kind of want to get in on this. But at the same time, how much of a turnoff is it going to be when you boot up Assassin's Creed Infinity and you're just inundated with screens of buy these Helix credits? I don't get it. When I turned on Avengers last night, again, that's what happened to me. I'm like, God, this hit through like Marketplace up there. Yeah, Marketplace, Marketplace, Black Widow suit. I'm like, I don't don't care. I don't know. I, I, I can knew understand. This would when Candy Crush came out, I knew this would happen I, with console games. Right. I can understand, like you said, Ubisoft wanted to get in on this yeah. because it's a continuous revenue stream for them exactly. as opposed to having to sit here and go through all this development for new games. Um, yeah, games ain't cheap to make. I get Assassin's it. Assassin's Creed, to me, has become kind of a console staple like Call of Duty. We kind of yeah. get a new one every year, and it's very Forever similar. Other, it's yeah. just kind of updated and stuff like that. Um I'm kind of burnt out on Assassin's Creed. Valhalla's really good. I haven't gone through and played, you know, all of it, but I've gone through a lot of it, and I love the game. But, again, it's Assassin's Creed, so you know what you're getting into. Yeah. I just don't need a live service version of Assassin's Creed. But, again, I don't think they're doing this for us. I think they're doing it for people who fucking play Fortnite, yep. who play Roblox, who play fucking... Can- all these games, they're like, look, get on your Game Pass, take these fucking games... This is what's going to happen. It does make sense that you mentioned Fortnite in conjunction with this. I mean, Fortnite to me, and nothing against it. I played it for a lot back when it first came out. Fortnite to me, games like Fortnite, uh, PUBG, Fall Guys, whatever, that's what I like to consider bite-sized gaming. It's not something you sit down and play 10 hours in a row. You jump in, you play a couple of matches, you leave. Now, granted, I know there are some people that play for the entire fucking night, whatever. Yeah. It does make sense to take a triple A franchise like Assassin's Creed or something like Rainbow Six with yep. Siege and everything mm-hmm. and make bite-sized gaming for that. Yeah, absolutely. You're, you're right. I mean, for for people who did grow, my God, I'm getting texts up the ass here. Ew. Uh, yeah. I mean, Avery, I see you. Anyways, um, it, it does make sense that you know you, you try to tap into those gamers. I don't want to call them not core gamers. They are core gamers. They're the ones that are making money for these companies. Absolutely. They, but these are the games, you know, yeah, why not jump into Assassin's Creed for a round, right. two rounds, and then leave and move on with your life? And, and even, because don't they have a mobile Assassin's Creed game as well? Uh, a while ago they did. Right. I think so, it was only that multiplayer mode where you had to kind of sneak around and kill each other. But Hitman did the same thing with, like, Hitman Go. Like, there was a bunch of these, Hitman like... Hitman Go was fucking fantastic. And it was, but yeah. it and for me, like, I was way out of the Hitman series for a while, and then same. I saw Hitman same. Go, and I downloaded it, and I was like, okay, now I'm back into Hitman again. Because that was such a different gameplay mm-hmm. 
stuff. Anyways, right. but yeah, yeah. So, you know, I mean, you see revenue streams coming in from just the game on your phone. So why not put that on consoles if you have a bunch yeah. of people? Look look at the amount of hours people spend in fucking Minecraft realms. Yeah. I mean, this shit's yeah. fucking bananas. So, of course, they're going to want to do it. And Assassin's Creed yeah. has a massive following. They've already done, like, their Assassin's Creed Unity where, like, you can play multiplayer and do all these yeah. side missions and stuff like that. So Unity was great, dude. So it, it seems like this... That it, was a great one. It, it makes sense for a company like that to do it, especially because they've already done, like, this online yeah. multiplayer service stuff. I personally don't give two fucks. No. I'm, I'm burnt out. I'm done with it. Yeah. But if this is where they're going to put their focus, I think that we're going to see a pretty big push for infinity at the start and then oh, we're gonna sure. see a huge sure. just fucking lull in it because yeah. every that's sing- how every live service game they, works. every single one of every them that's launched one. on consoles yep. had the same fucking problem yep. so it they just need to be prepared for a lot of this even fortnite you remember fortnite launched as a fucking single player co-op game yep. it was pv pve yep it was you build your base the zombies come in waves and and i know this is gonna sound crazy but i think what really helped fortnite get off the ground was when they started launching with the samsung phones because that's when more yeah, people yeah, yeah. were able to yep. pick it up yep. because I had a Samsung Note 20 or whatever the fuck I had yeah, yeah. when I was on the day. And um, They're naming uh, a, a dude of mine that I know, a good friend of mine, was like, hey man, do you play Fortnite? Is it cool if I up my, you know, if I log in? I was like, dude, fucking take it. But so many people were able to get on Fortnite when that happened because of the mobile ability of it and how yep. open it became. And fucking, why not do the Assassin's Creed? I bet you that uh, I'll put money on it that within six to eight months of this game launching, there'll be a mobile app for it. Of course. Because you'll be able to fucking... I honestly thought that was going to be a bigger thing than it ended up being. Do you remember when the first Division launched? (sighs) Holy shit. When the first Division launched and they uh, did a playthrough at E3 on stage, they had three players. You had your team of three. And then they had one guy on a fucking iPad as the commander. You remember that? Mm -hmm. He was the one that was like, you need to go here and you need to go here. Oh, I'm shot. Okay, let me send a healing drone over to you. And that never ended up becoming a thing. I honestly thought mobile apps like... uh, which Assassin's Creed was that? I want to say it was Origins. It could have been another one where you could have the app on your phone or on your Surface or whatever, and it was an interactive map. Yeah. You remember that? I do. Yeah. <clears throat> well, that's I honestly I- thought stuff like that was going to become more of a thing. Well, everybody needs to did. put some fucking respect on PlayStation for the PS Vita because that's what they were doing yeah. years before this shit. I loved my Vita. I'm sad so, I sold it. So you. So, actually, come back and think about it. If PlayStation came out fucking six months from now, a year from now, being like, yo, check this out. This is our new version of the PS Vita. They're going to give it to us, and it's going to link up with their PS5. It's going to have a, oh, four, buy it. a fucking 4K yep. screen, just like your iPhone. I will cut my kidney. Give it yep. to them. Fucking t- Take my fucking money yep. right now, because that's exactly what... That's the only thing I'm going to Throughout my whole life, I keep falling for shit like that. So there's no reason to think I wouldn't again. <laughs> right. So, but, but that would be the only thing that I would let them do, because of how good their fucking PS Vita was, and how good their... Uh, the PS... What the fuck was it? Not the, the one before the Vita. PSP. The PSP. With, with those UMD the, the discs? UMDs? Yeah. I fucking still have mine, because yeah. that's the only way you can play the Family Guy video game, which is the most oh, rated right. R video game outside of, like, Bully <laughs> and Leisure Shoot Larry, Magnum South Come Laude, and South Park. <laughs> right. But, um, and I had National Treasure on a UMD disc. And oh, it, I forgot you could have movies on right, there. And that's it played right. in fucking 1080p yeah. on a UMD disc on the PSP. Yeah. So eat a dick because that shit was dope as fuck it was it sorry was. I don't know just what the other, fuck we were talking it's about just the problem <laughs> is other than Nintendo if you're gonna go with a portable it doesn't seem to ever do well right you know 
But I think I, I think that with the Assassin's Creed Infinity, just like with Fortnite, just like with Roblox, I can pick up my phone and play yep. Roblox right now with my kids who can be playing it on my Xbox. Oh my god, I've been I playing can... I've been playing Roblox with them. I don't know if you've played this one. Nope. Tower of Fun? Yeah, they play that one. Okay. So so my kids go, Dad, play Tower of Fun with me. I was like, fucking fine. So I jump on. All it is is, you know what it is. It's a big-ass tower with like 15 levels. Yep. And it's hard-ass obstacle courses. Got the obbies. Uh, obbies, exactly. So I was like, fine, I'll play for five minutes. Two hours later, I'm sitting there with my two kids next to me fucking cursing at the screen because I can't pass this fucking obstacle course. You got sucked in. And my daughter's like, ah, dad, I'm already at the top. I'm like, oh, I'm only on purple. You got and sucked in, My man. kids are talking shit to me. You, you can't play Roblox with them. No. But you know what, though? I put my kids on Mario Kart, shut them the fuck up real quick. Exactly. I'll, I'll send you the picture. Watch I'll, out for the red shell. It's it's somewhere in my, the first time I played Street Fighter with my son, and I was like, you, you realize I'm not going to take it easy on you. He's like, just go for it, Dad. I was like, I'm going to kick your ass. Just go for it, Dad. He even cheesed and he used Dalsim. Yep. I was like, nope, not going to work because I'm fucking Ken and I'll destroy you. And I have a picture of him near tears because <laughs> he lost like 15 straight and I'm next to him going, <laughs> like even when I play Sackboy with my kids, I still have to have the most points. Yep. Like I'm, I, I get the trophy. Y'all back. Yep, this is what up. happens when you have gamer dads. I'm, I'm sorry, Step but we're never, kids. we're never, never gonna, gonna let you win. Never go. I'll let you. You want to play some basketball? I'll let you win. But everything else, yep. well, games are mine. I'll let you win because I suck yeah, at NBA I, games. I'm not very good but, at yeah, it. Exactly. Uh, let's move on to a couple of uh, movie and TV show news items. <laughs> Hugh Jackman's being a little shit. I love it, and I love it exactly. He is posting pictures of his claws. And yep. with him next to Kevin Feige. Feige? I, I still to this Feige. day can't say his name. Feige. So, I was always under the impression that once the X-Men were brought into the MCU, they were going to go without, you know, the old cast. Now, granted, it's hard for me to see anyone other than Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. Do yeah. you think he's coming back with these little teases? Do you think... Do you, okay, well, no. Let me... Let me <clears throat> excuse me. Let me backtrack a little bit. Do you think he's coming back permanently as Wolverine for a multi-picture deal even though Feige said they're not doing multi-picture deals anymore or do you think he's coming back for one scene in a multiverse related fuckery incident where he passes the torch to a new Wolverine I think he's uh, he is Wolverine and can do whatever the fuck he wants yeah um, I also think that um, in the pantheon of of superheroes and people who um, we all idolize as our as like our characters. Yeah, like Christopher Reeve. I th- yeah. I think that. Um, oh, that, by the way, rest in peace, Richard Donner. Yeah, yeah. R.I.P. Um, I think that um, Hugh Jackman is criminally overlooked and underappreciated for what he did as Wolverine. I think that Logan was the movie that all of us wanted for Wolverine. Yeah. Um, but I think that. The X-Men movies, aside from X-Men 1 and X-2, which are phenomenal. Lest we forget, he's he's kind of responsible for this current superhero-saturated yep. movie right. world we live in. If it, it, I think that Hugh Jackman was the one who brought together the huge ensemble cast. Yeah. Like It was him who anchored it, him and Patrick Stewart. And Ian McKellen, they're, they're legends. So I think that if you bring back Hugh Jackman... You have to bring back Stewart, and you have to bring back McKellen only, right. only or because... Or even fucking the first class cast. Right. Yeah. yeah. 
Only because, I mean, First Class, I felt, got way better respect in their movies. They got way better pictures, way better writers. Fucking First Class. For, first, for the first two, anyways. Yeah, First Class and Days of Future Past, right? Yeah, and then everything went the hell the next. Right. Well, because, and, and, yeah. and that's when we were in that weird, whatever, phase yeah. of Marvel, but whatever. But I think that Jackman needs, he doesn't get the respect that Robert Downey Jr. gets, but Jackman was here first. He was. That, that's the point. I guess Can you imagine how different the comic movie world would be? If Dugray Scott did not have to drop as Wolverine, because right. remember he was Wolverine, right. if he didn't have to drop out of the role to go or role to go do Mission Impossible two, and they had to right. scramble to find a new actor, so they got Hugh Jackman. Right. How different the world would be if Dugray Scott proceeded as Wolverine? Well, I mean, just think about um, how shitty Cyclops was in those movies. I know he Cyclops. Uh, to this, justice for Cyclops, man. Right. To this day, they need, and the MCU can fix this. They can mm-hmm. give Cyclops. Love him or hate him. And, they can give him the respect that he needs. Because and who's the actor that played him? What's his James name? James Marsden. James Marsden. Yeah. Okay. Who who would have made a great Cyclops if they gave him a better Dude, He was story. phenomenal on yeah. Westworld, by the way. And Sonic. Yes, and Sonic. <laughs> I was going to say, he's great. Yeah. You could even bring him back because he still looks as good as he did in the action movies. sure it is. So yep. you have to sure give him does. the justice. But I think that Wolverine did not get the proper send-off like Robert Downey Jr. got an Iron Man, like Scarlett yeah. Johansson got as Black Widow. Yeah. You know, like these characters did and and even in a movie as good as logan right yeah and logan was phenomenal yeah. but logan does not feel attached to the wolverine that we knew no. it feels like well, it was such an outlier being so hyper violent and rated r right and, everything. And, yeah. and, and i still think that we still have to give our wolverine not our logan but yeah. the our wolverine that proper send-off so i don't think you bring him in for a multi-picture deal i think you bring him in for maybe one or a half story yeah. Bring him into part of the multiverse, but you cannot give the fans five minutes of Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. Yeah, because you're right. they tried that in first class. Hey, do you want to join? Fuck off! And everybody, <laughs> yeah, go fuck yourself. <laughs> and everybody flipped out, yeah. and then were disappointed when he didn't show up later. And it's not because you. We hype it up in our yeah. heads. We're like, oh, fuck, it's going to happen. We go, fuck yourself. So it's like, that's that's the Logan Wolverine yeah. that I think the fans want to give goodbye. And I think that right now with Hugh Jackman, with Kevin Feige, you have this huge relationship, let's just forget, with Hugh Jackman and Ryan Reynolds, who are best fucking friends yeah. with Aviation Gin and Laughing Man Coffee. You have Deadpool and Logan. Yeah. So, I mean, you might be able to do this. And what I would do again... Hugh Jackman, Kevin Feige, how do you launch a PG-13 Deadpool 3 with Marvel Universe unless you bring in fucking Wolverine yeah. and you give everybody what they want, you make it here's, PG-13. Here's my go. problem with this. So the, just with this tease that Hugh Jackman did on his Instagram, I'm already getting the feeling that when the X-Men do show up in the MCU, it's going to be another Wolverine-centric team, and they need to stop doing that. I love Wolverine as much as the next guy. He's my favorite X-Men. Well, he's not, but he's one of my favorite X-Men characters. But it has to be Cyclops-centric, right. because he's the one that ha- he's the broken character he's the one that cheats on gene with m frost yep. he's the one that becomes a villain yep. later he's the one you know this is the guy that you can actually build a gigantic world building franchise around i just don't want them to introduce the x-men into the mcu and have it be logan centric well, again and here's how you do this you've already done your logan centric movies yes right? so what you do hear me out you've introduced time travel already in deadpool 2 yes. with cable yes. so you go ahead and you go back and you have logan sitting there on the stump, he's dying. 
boom, fucking Deadpool and Cable show up and they fucking save him. They just talk shit to him while he's right. dying. <laughs> and they're talking shit to him and all of a sudden uh. they go through this adventure with Logan, with Deadpool, with Cable and why they do this, they go back before fucking uh, before Cyclops is killed and you bring back in James Marsden and at the end of this Deadpool 3 movie you've eliminated Deadpool's Ryan Reynolds because you got your 3 movie deal and he's gone you go ahead and you get rid of Hugh Jackman you give him the final swan song that everybody wants with Deadpool you also got Josh Brolin who's out because he signed a 2 picture deal as well so you get rid of all of them and then you rewrite this history with James Marsden as Cyclops and you launch a central with him even on a Disney Plus series and you can do all oh, this within three that. years yeah. and you go ahead and you bring in him who's a big name he just got done filming Sonic to Sonic and Knuckles which is going to be finished be awesome. he's right because Sonic was fucking great yeah, so James so he's already a big name he did good on Westworld you already have that base built in with him and Cyclops and if you're going to bring back anybody like you said make it him because that is yeah. the one person who everybody felt him and Jean Grey got the worst yeah, you can bring in yeah. Famke Jansen. You can rewrite that whole story because we now have time travel. We now have multiverses. Yeah. Bring them in. Fucking James Marsden has already done TV with Westworld, yeah. and Famke Jansen did bring it. Bring back she Jan- was on January Blacklist. Jones as a. I mean, she was underused as yes, Emma Frost. Absolutely. You know how important of a character Emma Frost is in the X Men comics right now. She Shoot. fucking led the X Men yes. for years and years and years, and she got what like four scenes mm-hmm. with zero dialogue. Right. I mean, it's something that Disney can do, and if that's what you're going to get, then let's do it. Also, let's let, let's just forget. Nobody has said anything. Hugh Jackman literally posted a picture of some claws and fucking him and Kevin Feige, and we and just we sat just spent here twenty minutes talking right, about it and yep. built a five year fucking movie yep. plan, and it for what for nothing. For fucking nothing. Yeah, Hugh Jackman's somewhere sitting in his home right now doing the Mr. Smithers fingers. Right, going, and, and, and he's just texting Ryan Reynolds, like, yeah. just, fucking, just talking shit to him. That's all Did you ever doing. see that picture that went viral a few years ago? This chick showed up at Comic-Con to get a picture with Hugh Jackman, but she was wearing her Ryan Reynolds dress. <laughs> and the picture is just of her, Hugh Jackman's arm around her, he's like this. <laughs> I fucking love those two. Oh, that makes me so happy. Let's move on. So this one... You have to take with a gigantic grain of salt because it was sourced in the website The Illuminati. And I feel like I'm always talking shit about The Illuminati, but I'm sorry. Sites like that and We Got This Covered are bullshit because there's such clickbait and such zero actual sourcing behind what they're reporting. But I thought this was interesting. So, The Illuminati reported that the actor, I don't know how to say his name, so I'm sorry. It's Tina Huerta, I think. He was in uh, Narcos. Uh, the Illuminati is reporting that he has been cast as Namor the Submariner in the next Black Panther movie. Now, first of all, let me ask you this. When I say Josh Andrews, who was the very first DC superhero, you answer with Superman. Superman. Yeah. And you're correct. If I say Josh Andrews, who was the very first Marvel superhero, that becomes a little bit harder. Nine people out of ten will say Captain America. Mm-mm. They would be wrong. Yeah. The very first Marvel superhero was the Human Torch. Not, not Johnny Storm. The Android Human Torch. He launched alongside Namor the Submariner. They were the first two Marvel superheroes. Namor is an important character in the overall scheme of Marvel Comics. He right. was the first. Him and Human Torch's battle in New York where they destroyed half of New York and flooded everything is one of those tentpole events. Kind of like the coming of the Fantastic Four. Peter Parker getting bitten by the spider. That... It's as important as all of those. Just people forget them because they, you know, they those stories happen pre World War II. I'm, I'm guessing the submariner does stuff underwater. 
He's basically Aquaman before Aquaman was so ever invented. So you know that they already talked about the submariner in the movies. No, I. Uh, you didn't know this in Endgame. Maybe I did. No. In Endgame, where oh. where uh, when? Uh, <laughs> this is gonna be good. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't know this who it was because I. This might have just been something I glossed over and never. I thought originally about. thought that this was how we were gonna get Morbius, but I. Uh, okay. But you just confirmed my theory, and Let's hear I'm it. gonna. F- wow. Let's hear it. And in game, when they're sitting there, and uh, Black Widow has everybody on a screen. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. the talking. holograms. Yes, yeah. She goes to um, uh, fuck. What's her name from Wakanda? Oh my god. Um, 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 um what's her uh, name? Yeah, Denai Guerrero's uh, character. Yeah. Uh, Okoye. Yeah, goes to go. her, and she goes, "Did we follow up with the earthquake under Wakanda?" And she goes, "Don't worry about it. Sometimes an earthquake underwater is just an earthquake." Oh, okay. Well, this this Illuminati article is quote confirming that Namor will show up in the. The there is, but they were talking, yeah, and yeah. so so this means that Wakanda already knows about him. They know what he can do, and they're like, "Just leave it alone. It's our shit. Don't worry so about it." So you know, uh, Namor's character is best known for his love for Sue Storm. I did not in know the that. Fantastic Four comics. That's that is one of those things. He shows up. He shows up in the '30s, kind of disappears once you know Marvel Comics starts developing their universe with Cap and Bucky and yeah. Spidey and X Men and all that. Namor shows back up because he saw Sue Storm, fell in love with her, kidnaps her, because, you know, whatever, men in the 60s. And then the Fantastic Obviously. Four have to stop. And they kind of have this, they kind of have this agreement, like, okay, well, Namor's always in love with Sue. Sue kind of likes him, too, but she's married to Reed Richards. Right. Total soap opera bullshit. But throughout the last 50 years, there has been this uneasy alliance between the Fantastic Four and Atlantis. So it's interesting that they're bringing him in in Black Panther and not Fantastic Four. Well, you know there's a Fantastic Four because Tim Story, or not Tim Story, uh, whoever's directing it had that teaser, so we yeah. know it's coming. I thought for sure Namor was going to debut in Fantastic Four at some point. Apparently he's debuting there in Black is. Panther. Well, there it is. Interesting. Well, that makes sense because this whole time, I was always like, okay, Earthquake something. I was yeah. like, well, we already knew Morbius I was going to happen, so maybe it had, it. Yeah, so maybe it had something to do with that. But as soon as you said that, I, I instantly it was clicked. like, holy yep. fuck, that's exactly what it was. Because as I remember, she was like, well, why aren't we investigating it? Yeah. She goes, sometimes an earthquake's just yeah. an earthquake. And I was like, wait a second. And when you said the submariner. So here's what's going to happen. They're going to introduce Namor. And half of the people in the world are going to be like, oh, they're just ripping off Aquaman. Not mm-hmm. realizing Namor came first. Also, Namor has little wings on his ankles. And I'm kind of hoping they don't have that in the movie because it looks goofy as shit. <laughs> oh, they got to have. Maybe he'll just be wearing like tennis shoes, like, like Nike's. Ooh, with wait, the yeah, wings with the wings. Yeah. yeah, that would be cool. I'll be, okay, be cool. we can do a lot of that. We can do a lot of that. Well, so, see, so interesting. That's pretty sick. Yeah. So I'm glad that, that I'm not crazy because I, I remember no, that, that's something catch. that always I, stood out I, to I me in Endgame. Because yeah. I remember in Endgame always thinking, Wait, well, why that, would they say why, that? Why would that have something to do? Because yeah. Marvel always leads to something. Yeah. So there it is. All Holy right. fucking shit! We'll I have to see if this plays out, and I'm I'm kind of thinking it will. Mark the date, dude. Yeah, mark what the it? date. Because <laughs> that's how I feel right now. So that dude, that's exciting, that's and, I, cool. and I think that's going to kind of confirm it, which would make Endgame sense again. because what bad guy will we have in Wakanda? Like, yeah. I mean, I mean, and that's the thing. Namor's not even a bad guy, bad guy. Right. He's an antihero. He could be the villain, quote unquote, of a movie, but not be the villain. Right. And I think that's why yeah. she was like, sometimes an earthquake is just an earthquake. Like yeah. shit happens. We just kind of let it go. We have a working yeah. relationship with this person, which I'm hoping that's what we get. Now, Marvel is doing a great job with 
with drawing everybody in with what they're doing. And I'm going to lead this into talking about Loki with Namor and everything else okay. because because this is I, I gotta I gotta go on. A I, I actually here. don't know how to say his name. I've always said Namor ever since I was a kid. Namor? I, like I could it. be very wrong. You know what? That's the beauty of being able to read a story because yep. your imagination could put it together. Like I did not know how to fuck to say Hermione Granger until I fucking Hermione. saw Hermione. I know. I was like I was like Herm- Hermione. Hermione? I had no idea. I was like, I don't even, I don't even know. So I'll yeah. just, I called her Hermie for the longest time. Herp. From, from, I always thought of Futurama. Yeah, Hermes yeah. Comrade. There you go. Yep. That's what I always thought of. So, but um, so what we're getting? Oh, what hold we're, on, hold on. Ooh. I, I have to interrupt with a complete tangent. Story. Do it. Yes, so I need it. I went to the midnight release of the seventh Harry Potter book at Borders when it first came out. Yes. Okay. And I'm standing in line with uh, my ex-wife at the time, my girlfriend. And we're sitting there. We all have our copies in our hands. And a chick behind me starts reading out loud to her friend. And I'm not one to be confrontational in public. I usually just let shit slide. But I was like, I said very loudly, a complete asshole. I was like, man, spoilers. (laughs) And then my ex goes, Tony. She like hits me. Mm. I go, what? We all don't. No one in this line wants the story ruined. And she goes, she's reading to her blind friend. You're an asshole. I'm such a dick. Wow. You should at least turned around. <laughs> like, I mean, I know the, her friend can't see, but you can see that you're an uh, asshole in this situation, right? I felt so bad. You should. You, I can tell you feel bad because, like, you, you look all flush right now. Yeah. <laughs> to this day, I'm like, man. Yeah, you were kind of an oh, asshole. Oh, what dude. a dick. You should feel like that. Yeah. You should feel like a complete asshole. Uh, speaking oh, of assholes, god. let's move on to Loki. Oh, my <laughs> you, god. You were going to tie it in. So, so here, here's what I was going to say. Here's something that I've been thinking about, and I kind of started texting you about this the other day. And long, long, long time ago, Going to theaters and movies and everything that was happening was fantastic because we would go sit in theaters and we would watch these great epic stories like Lord of the Rings, which were these long three and a half hour stories. And then we would see these phenomenal, phenomenal character developments that we were getting like with Iron Man 1 and Iron Man 2 where where there were these huge explosions and stuff that were happening in the movies, but like the biggest action set pieces were in Afghanistan when you know the, when Tony Stark first got taken, yeah. and, and and there wasn't yeah. as much CGI. And over time, stories became less and less important. Character development became less and less important. It became more and more about how big are these explosions going to be? Bigger, better. Yeah. How to quote it? Sophia the first, bigger is better. <laughs> I guess it's best. Like, and it was made to, how is everybody going to feel in this theater? Yeah. And, and I think that Endgame was the last time where everybody was in a theater and they were invested in the character. Where everybody sat there when when Iron Man and you know when you got the I love you three thousand everybody I'm was I'm not emotional. gonna lie I fucking cried like a baby I still cry when yeah. when I hear that I mean especially as a father right I I, yeah. I have a charm on my neck right now that is Iron Man oh sweet fuck, my kids got it for me that's awesome and on the back it says I love you three thousand it's fucking amazing I that's wear it all awesome. the time that's and like awesome. it just it got to me in that movie yeah. and, and everybody yeah. in the theater did everybody was touched when Black Widow was was killed yeah. because we went on this fucking story these characters were developed this decade long right you know yeah then you have a movie that came out before that like Captain Marvel 
which was specifically made to introduce Captain to Marvel. Shoehorn. Right. To yeah. shoehorn her in to be into I these hate movies. I saying that because I love that for, character. For what? Yeah. 30 minutes total? Yeah. And, and, well, I mean, we're, we're, we're hearing a ton of rumors, and I would say they're correct that Captain Marvel is going to, moving forward, be the new leader of the Avengers. Right. Which, which will piss a lot of people off, which I love. Which, fan, <laughs> fantastic. But I don't know fuck shit about her, nor do I care, because the movie they gave me was garbage. Yeah. Wonder Woman. I, I have been yeah. on this podcast, and I've talked about before how mm-hmm. much I love Wonder Woman. I mm-hmm. thought it was a mm-hmm. fantastic fucking movie. Going back and watching Wonder Woman now, it's okay. It is okay. That's the thing. Not to take away from the importance of the first Wonder Woman movie. I mean, I still get fucking goosebumps during the No Man's uh, No Man's Land scene. If you don't. You're not I almost, alive. I almost said No Man's Sky. <laughs> the No Man's Land scene. But as a whole, I don't think I can watch the movie all the way through. It's right. not. It it, it it is what it is. It's fine. It's good. It's yeah. okay. But I just yeah. Wonder Woman eighty four hot garbage. Mm-hmm. I've been looking on Agreed. Twitter about what's going on with Black Widow. Yes. And and the response has been lukewarm from what from what I'm getting. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people are upset about well, Taskmaster. Too like five years too late. Right. And 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 again, everybody had hopes of it being rated R and all this kind of and the supporting really? cast. Yeah, I heard that it was going to be rated R. Since, people, okay, yeah. whatever. So whatever. I don't even care. That's their own damn yeah. fault. I don't even care yeah. about that. You have David Harbor, Rachel Weisz. Yeah. You got Scarlett Johansson. This great supporting cast. Florence Poop. Right. Pooh, so Pooh. I don't know. I'm like, so this should be great. But to me. It looks like another Captain Marvel where they're taking a character and they're making a big movie with grand explosions and grand visual effects and they're not giving us a character developing story. And we're not seeing stories being told anymore in these giant blockbuster movies, which is why I think when we took a step back and we watched Wonder Woman 84, Mm -hmm. the movie fucking sucked because A... Gal Gadot cannot fucking act. I don't care what anybody says. Love you to death, but true. No. The story was terrible. The visual effects were all that the money was spent on. Yeah. There was nothing there. It was a movie that is made for theaters. And I hope that movie theaters, not movie theaters, but movie companies are starting to see now that they have to start developing stories with better characters. Yeah, you can't use that crutch anymore right, because, because theaters sitting, have taken a huge hit. Right. And sitting in my living room, I'm not going to get the same, oh my God, I felt the rumble and that explosion yeah. looks so great on IMAX. Because if I do that here, my neighbors will yell at me. Right. And and also, I can pause the movie to go to the bathroom. Yeah. I can check my phone. I can get up and get distracted. I'm so glad you brought that up. Isn't it weird that now you don't have to make that decision? Ooh, I gotta pee, I gotta pee, but do I want to miss this scene? Right. Will something important happen? And you come back and you go, hey, fill me in. What just happened? Absolutely. That's something that doesn't exist anymore. So, you're right. And, and so these big explosion movies, that's not enough to keep me yeah. entertained anymore because guess what? I can play video games where things explode and all yeah. this other kind of stuff. So, so I'm hoping that the, the failure or success or whatever happens with these movies that Disney's putting out yeah. with um, fucking with Black Widow, with Cruella, with these kind of stories, I'm hoping... Hoping, hoping. I use hope a lot on this podcast because I have a lot of it. It's hey, it's <laughs> all we can have. Use hope. I'm just hoping that that we start getting better development and better stories because I don't give a fuck about explosions anymore. Yeah. Like it, John Wick one, two, and three are phenomenal fucking movies. There was no story. It uh, they kill his dog and he just fucking kills everybody. Yeah, that's all it is. And the, if you look, I'll tell you guys right now, you kill my dog Helper, and I'm going John Wick on everyone, and, even with my fucking broken rib. Right, and you can say I'm going John Wick, and everybody knows what you mean. Exactly, because all he does it's is fucking a part kill of culture now, everybody. Yeah. But there's not a great story there. But I love the fucking movies. Yeah. But then you take a movie like um, 
uh, fucking In the Heights that, that came out with Lin-Manuel Miranda yeah, yeah, yeah. on HBO Max. It's a grand spectacle musical that everybody's yeah. had a good time watching, which I think would be made for theaters. But yeah. they're not going to keep making those kind of movies yeah. because they're going to put them on streaming services and they're not going to be that big. And we're going to keep getting studios like Marvel, who's going to make dog shit movies that are just filled with huge explosions into screens. So you go watch them. Well, that's why you have people like Mark Maron complaining about. Right. Which, which, you know, which I'm not. I still fuck them. But. I will still go see these fucking oh, movies yeah. and I love them. Absolutely. But, but that's because they suckered me in with over a decade of stories yeah. and development character development so it's really hard like i showed my daughter the trailer for black widow mm-hmm. and i was like do you want to see it and she goes yeah okay she, she's yeah. it but she doesn't my kids don't want to see it because she care. doesn't really give a shit about black yeah. widow because she's not invested because it's just like oh a big explosion yeah. movie that looks awesome that's what captain marvel was now that is where disney is winning on disney plus yes. because with wandavision for instance I fucking love that. That was the, I said it when it first came out. That is the best character developed story arc. Marvel has ever done from, from start to finish yet. When you go to Disneyland, for instance, in Mm. California adventures, they literally have just some cardboard boxes and it's all black and white. I'll show you the picture where you can take a picture to look like you're in WandaVision. Oh, interesting. And that's it. That's that's. A, but you go around. But, that, but you go around no to the Wanda walking around no, or anything. You go around to the Avengers campus. It's nothing but fucking Spider Man. This yeah. giant, and it's like, Jesus, dude. Like this is where you're investing your money at. So, and I asked my wife when we were standing there. I'm and we're in Cars Land, right? And then we're mm-hmm. and I'm standing. I'm like, so do you think that Disney came up with the idea for Cars Land and then pushed out the movies? Or do you think that the movies did so good that they had to do Cars Land? Because I don't remember shit about Cars 1 or Cars 2, but Cars Land is fucking dope in Disneyland. So so are we getting these Spider-Man movies and Marvel movies now because they want to tell these great stories? Are we getting them because they want me to go buy more shit in their Avengers Land and go on this big Avengers spectacle? When you have a a multimedia conglomerate like Disney that branches into movies and TV shows and theme parks and fucking global theme parks. Ab- you know, Disneyland Paris, Disneyland Tokyo, whatever. When you have all that, it's absolutely not beyond the realm of possibility that you have a bunch of corporate bigwigs that mm-hmm. have to work hand in hand. We're going to release Spider-Man No Way Home. Right. Okay. Okay. What kind of action figures can we get out of it? What can we do at the Disney parks? The absolutely. I, I think it's both. So, so I'm pretty sure there'll probably be these spider it's the bots. chicken and the egg. Right. So there'll be these spider bots clearly in this new Spider-Man movie. They're gonna uh, have to be because they're selling be. them a shit ton at Disney. Yeah. Which yeah. again, I will never say a negative thing about Disneyland because that's like a yeah. fucking heaven for me. Yeah. But I'm seeing this, and and it's very very hard for me to think. That, that Disney and Marvel and these studios have the best interests at heart with these fucking decades and decades of stories and character-driven developments. The reason that people are attached to these characters and the, these stories is because of the characters. Yeah. There, I mean, yes, there's explosions, there's violence, there's action on the pages, but that's not all it's about. It's more of a backstory. No, you pull up X-Men 1, the Jim Lee one from right. 1991, Flip open the pages. What's the first thing that sticks out to you? How much fucking dialogue there is. Right. Not Magneto ripping apart whatever going to Genosha. Right. It's it's and, and I remember being a kid going, hold I was like, man, comic books have a lot of words. Yeah. You would never get that reading the Sunday funnies. Right. At all. But yeah. So, right. so yeah. Uh, character building, right. world building. Or, or, like it 
it's really hard for me to look at what we have now as Batman and be like, yes, that is the world's greatest detective. Yeah. Like, at they, what they point barely, yeah. did Batman, as Ben Affleck as Batman, do any fucking detecting? Yeah. Christian Bale cut bullets out of brick walls, yeah. broke them down. Gal Gadot has done more detective work. Right. In Zack Snyder's Justice League the, than the Batman. World's is. greatest fucking yeah. detective. And if what draws people to <laughs> Batman was that he was this great detective who yeah. doesn't have superpowers. He's every he's just fucking rich. Yeah. And you read these stories. That's why the killing joke is such a good yeah. fucking story. Long Halloween's supposed to be pretty good too. Right. I need Dude, to watch that. The, the Frank Miller um Dark Knight, uh, Returns. Dark Knight Returns is yeah. such a good story. It's visually it's beautiful, but the story is so good because you're in these great just character yeah. development arcs. Yeah. And we're not seeing that with with movies anymore. And I'm so worried about where Marvel's going to go with these great stories and DC is smart enough to take that step back and try to develop a better story but they're still going to these great epics with Wonder Woman 84 dog shit fucking Aquaman I love because it's just a big epic my friend Swetha she's uh, she's Indian she's from she actually lived in India for a while first thing she said to me she was like Aquaman was like a fucking Bollywood movie and as soon as she said that, I was like, my God, you're right. Colorful, <laughs> bright. Other everything. than the musical sequences, right. it was basically a Bollywood and, movie. And, but that's what that's what the theaters are for. Yeah. That's what you go there for. So when they're pushing out these movies, and that's why they held off on Black Widow for so long, I believe. Because if mm. Black Widow would have came out and everybody would have gathered around their living room to watch Black Widow, everyone would have been like, uh, all right, man, whatever. Like an 84 syndrome? Yeah, basically, yeah. because... It was made, like, imagine how cool it would have been the first time we saw Wonder Woman 84 flying across lightning on a fucking IMAX screen. Yeah, exactly. Like, it would be or so the mall dope. scene with, yeah. But instead, we're sitting in our living room, and I'm like, yeah, it's all right. I mean, yeah. it's, it's cool looking, but the fucking movie's garbage. <laughs> There's only so much HDR on a 65-inch screen can do for you. Right, yeah, exactly. I Even agree. with the surround sound. It, it, yeah. And that's where you start to appreciate stories more. Yeah. And that's where I, I... That's why I sat through Minari, which I would not have done in the theaters. Right. But I absolutely did at home, and it was. So, so we'll see. Great movie, though. It <laughs> we'll was just slow. Exactly slow. Yeah. So, so, and those are, those but are it was a great movie. But those are experiences. Yeah. That that's what you want. So, it, it, I mean, that's a story. So yeah, you're experiencing yeah. that story with that character and that development. That's where Disney Plus, I feel, shines so fucking yeah. hard with WandaVision, with Winter Soldier and Falcon. Yeah. And I feel like that's what they're doing with Loki. And if you look on Twitter, the reviews, and I'm only three episodes in, yeah. but we'll, you can talk about it, give me whatever you want, I'm going to finish it up. People on Twitter are very, very, very mixed about Loki. It's very much a, eh, kind of is what it is. deliberately paced. Right. It's very, del- episode three was the slowest episode to me. But even even I had to take a step back and be like, they're doing this for a reason. Mm-hmm. It's only a six episode series. Right. Not all of them can be home runs, you mm-hmm. know. Uh, not even Falcon and Winter Soldier and WandaVision had every single episode Absolutely. be a great episode. But Loki to me is considerably more deliberately paced. Mm-hmm. Which leads me to believe episode six is going to be something absolutely gnarly. I'm not going to spoil anything from episode four and five, except for the fact that when you get to episode five, and there are spoilers coming up, by the way, so everyone just know. And you see all the Lokis, yeah. including the fucking alligator Loki. <laughs> it's hilarious because... <laughs> it's just, so, you, so you have kid Loki, you have Loki Loki, the, the variant. Yeah. You have... 
classic Loki, which is Richard Grant from Doctor Who, dressed up in the cloth Loki suit. I, on Twitter, yeah. he posted that on Twitter, and he's like, fifty-something uh, years ago, my dad asked me if I still wanted to be the yeah. man standing in the costume. Well, here I am as Loki, and I wouldn't change a thing. Yep. I was like, oh, he looks so sad. And you have Alligator Loki, which is hilarious because when they show up, they're all all the Lokis are arguing, and Tom Hiddleston goes, "Hold on, is that thing a Loki too?" <laughs> And the, and the alligators just sitting there blinking. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. That's fucking awesome. Uh, hold and, on. Is that thing a Loki too? <laughs> yeah, hold on. Dude, I fucking love it. And see, uh, and, and that's where I told you before. Like, I love the banter, the, the yes. chemistry, the story between Owen Wilson and Loki. I Owen like Wilson's it. just so likable. He, even in shit movies like You, Me, and Dupree, he's just likable. Likable. Yeah. Absolutely. Drill bit Taylor. Just yeah, 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 exactly. Likable. So <laughs> with him, the, the chemistry between the two, and they have a great rapport, yeah. and, and I like it. I like the time variance. I like what they can do. I also yeah. how like it, it is a very self-contained story. It is. As opposed to like WandaVision, which was just Yeah, they've done epic. it where anything could happen, mm-hmm. where galaxies and universes could be destroyed but they they spun it in a way where it'll affect nothing else right yeah and and and, and i love how they've just completely diminished the infinity stones like yeah some people fucking use them for yeah, paperweights. paperweights and yeah <laughs> and and i love it because it shows how how important some things are yes on this planet but not this yep. world and this world and that's why it also brings back a little bit more when captain marvel's like you know there's other planets out there and yeah. they're all looking yeah. up to have you so it's like okay let oh you bring that up. There were all the Lokis were sitting around. Yeah. And they were talking about what got them pruned, and Loki, Loki and the, the the black Loki guy with the hammer. He's like, yeah. "Oh, I fought my Iron Man, Captain America, and killed him, and everything like that." And classic Loki's doing his thing. Alligator Loki goes like that. Yeah. And Kid Loki goes, "Okay, the only reason why you're here is because you ate the wrong neighbor's cat." <laughs> It just that's goes funny. to show, like you said, what's important on one universe right. is it is important <laughs> on others, and that's why, like, and you can see, like, when it hits, when all of a sudden, like, when Loki sees yeah. it in episode one with the Infinity Stones, yeah, with the, yeah, it hits him like he was willing to risk everything, everything for, for a fucking one. rock, yeah, for one. For one. For people use this fucking paperweights. Yeah. And I love that Marvel's doing that and they're telling how that affects Loki. How yeah. he, you know, it yeah. changes this Loki. And you're telling this story where I want to keep watching it. Yeah. And you do not get that with movies anymore. And I have, again, no interest to see Black Widow. I, I don't. I'll see it when it's free. Right. When know? it's free in yeah. October, I'll see it. But until then. Oh, is it October? October, yeah. Okay. I, okay. I don't care. I. I, I I want to I want to do it because I like David Harbour. I yeah. love him as Hopper. He I have a yeah. Hopper shirt. Uh, I love him in fucking in Suicide Squad. Just his little cameo being the smart ass guy in the fucking office. Yep. I just I like David Harbour. Yeah. I think he's a good person. I, I like him because he's built kind of like me, and he's a he's a huge star. Right. I, you know I, I don't right. have to look like Bradley Cooper. Right. I love the fact <laughs> that he went to prom with some chick. Like yeah, right, some right. high school, he That's just right. showed up and took great That's pictures right. with her. Had a great yeah. fucking time. Like I I loved it. I. I, the the movie wasn't good, but I loved him as Hellboy. I thought he was a great yeah, casting choice as Hellboy. Hellboy yeah. I, I thought I, I wish that he can get a, another Hellboy movie because yeah. he was great, and I want some some better. But again, so was Ron Perlman. So I'm not going to get into that. Yeah, exactly. But that's that not voice. enough to, and I want to see more about the Red Guardian. But that's not enough to make yeah. me want to watch the movie. Like I just I don't care because I know I what it's going to be. I think it'll be fine. A lot of people are comparing it to more of the tone of uh, Winter Soldier, mm-hmm. which is my, still my favorite MCU movie. But yeah, just like you, I'm not going to pay to go see it in the theaters. I'm certainly not paying 30 bucks to see it on Premiere Access. Right. I will absolutely be perfectly fine waiting until it comes out in October, and then I'll probably enjoy it. Right. You know, And, and, that, and that's how I feel yeah. about it, too. And 
I, but I, if it was, hey, I had to pay a little bit extra to be able to watch the shows, I'd be okay with it because the shows I feel are they're worth so it. Yeah. They're way I better. Agree. So I, I just, I'm hoping, again, <laughs> that they're a quote-unquote experiment of putting out what would have been a rushed movie as a series on Disney Plus continues. That's why they're not going to have a sequel to WandaVision because they basically took the movie they were going to tell and instead of cutting the shit out, they gave you the extended director's cut. (laughs) They gave you Zack Snyder's Justice League in six episodes. Right. That's what they did with with Falcon and Winter Soldier. I was like, oh man, I want the... As soon as those two were in the the car in uh, Civil War, everybody Everybody was like, oh, I want to see a buddy movie <laughs> yep. with them. I want to see a buddy movie with yep. them. No, you got the show, and it fucking worked. And it was awesome. Yep. And and I think that from the, the failure of Fast and Furious, Hobbs and Shaw, because everybody wanted a spinoff of The Rock yep. and Jason Statham, and they got it. They were like, why did why did we want to see that? Speaking of Fast and Furious, have you been seeing all those Don Toretto memes popping up? <laughs> You can't go to space, you need oxygen. I don't uh, need oxygen. We I got, got family. <laughs> <laughs> what the, I saw an MCU one. I forgot what it was. It was like Thor showing up with Stormbreaker and everything. Who needs that when you got a family? family. <laughs> <laughs> that is my favorite thing from this month. Oh, yeah, just, just out just of everything. nowhere, Dom Toretto showing up and everything. Everything's family. Everything's family. <laughs> I don't need a bulletproof vest. I got family. It's <laughs> oh, it's fucking great, dude. Oh, it's great. But that's what, but see, like, uh, I don't want our Marvel movies to become memes of themselves because that's where we are, like, with this. So, like, yeah. I feel like they deserve a little bit more respect than that. Imagine Vin Diesel waking up one morning, checking Google, see why he's suddenly trending. I, I feel like as long as it's because of that, not because somebody's talking about his music career, I right, think he'll be right. okay. He probably was like, <laughs> have you have you heard his music? I know of it. I haven't heard a goddamn thing. Oh my god! You're gonna play something there. I'm gonna see if I can find it. Oh I, I don't god. know if I can legally play it. No, I can play like ten seconds of it, right? I don't know. We I don't. Might, we I might don't, get a cease and desist. Yeah, I don't think. I don't think Vin Diesel show. is gonna be like, guys, please stop playing my music. Okay, let's see. If I would be on. like Riddick. You listen to our show? <laughs> oh god. Well, it's already better than Rebecca Black's Friday. Even Diesel? Yep. Yep. That's it. Uh, it's called Feel Like I Do. When was this? The 2020. Oh, for real? Yeah, that's 2020. Feel Like I Do. It's off his first album. Uh, okay. Look at at the cover art for this. Let's let's take a look at this. That's the cover art. Oh, it's... (laughs) For those that aren't looking, the cover art is basically what it looks like when you turn on the camera on your phone, but you don't realize it's the front-facing one. (laughs) So it's going straight up your nostrils, and you're like, ah! And then you just take a selfie real quick. That's exactly what it is. That's exactly what it is. It's not the worst thing, but I mean, hey, why not, you know? Oh, man. But, um, so, like, uh, so I think that, like... (laughs) That, see, this is what happens when we start oh, ranting off on shit. Oh my but god! I like the I like what Disney Plus is doing with Loki. I like what yeah. they did with WandaVision. Um, and you can tell that they're looking at those as more story character shows. That's why I'm so glad Hawkeye is a series and not a movie. Right? Yeah. Hawkeye, right. Miss Marvel. Right. Although Miss right. Marvel will be in the next Marvel's movie, but whatever. Yeah. But they need time to develop these stories because there are so many stories yeah. and characters that. I mean, the Avengers that we know now are not 
the original Avengers. No. And like my kids don't know the fucking X-Men. They don't know, yeah. they don't know, they they know Guardians of the Galaxy because, you know. Which is funny because no one did before no the movie. No one did, yeah. exactly, right. Like my kids don't know who Suicide Squad is, that's yeah. for me. But they don't need to know that. Like they kind of know Harley Quinn a little bit, but yeah. the generation of, co- of characters that we had is past. So I'm yeah. glad that we're yeah. seeing WandaVision. I'm glad that we're seeing a new Captain America. I'm glad that we're seeing um, a new yeah. Miss Marvel. I'm glad that we're seeing this because there's a new audience that needs to be there. So yeah. people need to just fucking get over it. Like, I'm glad that we're getting a Loki series, but Loki has been a part of the MCU now for fucking how long? Since the 60s. Right. Yeah. And, and, and then the and Tom Hilston has been in the movies now for how long? I mean, yeah. he's yeah. been in so many movies that he's already an established character. Yes. We're just giving him his just do. So yeah. give him his season or two and just fade him out. And then yeah. let's get these new characters going because there's so many stories. You have Disney Plus. You need to push him out. I don't care. I mean, just, just look on my wall right now. I, that's stuff they can make stories out of. They can make a Black Cat series. Yep. They can make a fucking Spider-Gwen. I mean, she only showed up in the one Into the Spider-Verse. They can yep. easily do something with them. You can do Spider-Woman. Yep. You can do... What else am I looking at? Well, not the pro. That's going to have to be a rated X movie, but... You know, yeah. silk. I mean, but just, silk. just just right here yeah. off of this, you have it. So I I want them to continue to do that. Yeah. Save the go back to the basics. Save the movies for the giant team up. Save the movies yeah. for the X Men for that's the what Avengers and yeah. that perfect. And I'm glad that they finally just put out Black Widow because get it out of the way and get it over. Yeah, you kind of have to at this point, right? Yeah. And I think. It's out at the right time. It's summer. Things are opening up. Yep. People will see it. People won't. But you got fucking Loki finishing up. Yep. You got another series you that's got coming what out. If starting, which right? You, can't fucking you got for. What If starting. You're gonna have uh, more movies coming out. You got Spider Man that's coming out yep, this December. fall. So you're gonna start getting a push for that. You're yep. gonna start seeing getting into that season and that's why it's great to just get it out and fucking get it over with yeah. it nobody expects it to do great so just do what you have to do stick to six get your writers who are writing fucking loki get people who know the product yeah. get people who care about these characters ask tom hiddleston what do you want to do with this character yeah he's been part of this for he'll the know. longest time yeah he'll and know robert downey jr that's what they did with iron man then and, and, and it worked you know everybody let them find what these characters mean to them to tell their stories. It's like taking WWE to it, it's let Stone Cold be Stone Cold. Yeah. Don't let Stone don't make Stone don't Cold. Don't turn him into Ice Dagger or Chili McFreeze. Right. Like just you know. just fucking yeah. make him Stone Cold and be his thing. That's what you need to do. And I hope that they do this going forward with movies because if not, these studios are going to put a lot of fucking money into these movies that nobody's going to see. Yeah. Because I am burnt out on explosions. I am burnt out on these fucking massive, huge visual epics. Like Lord of the Rings was the best visual storytelling epic. I just finished that. Because it's visually fucking beautiful. The battles are great. The stories, the character development. I'll sit down and watch a four and a half hour movie because it's fucking worth it. Yeah, yeah. And that's what I want because it is capable, possible, and to do both very, 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 very well. Yeah. If we learned anything from The Lord of the Rings, it won a fucking Oscar. Yeah. Like, I mean... First like, fantasy film to ever right. break out of that shell and win. Yeah. And, and, it, and it's what changed the game. So, so stick to that. Tell me a good fucking story. Yeah. Give me... Don't... Give me a movie version of The Last of Us 2. I want a movie like that where I am sitting here on this long arc and I am developed into these characters and I want to see more when I'm in theaters. I don't want to sit there and just be like, holy shit, look at these cool explosions. 
I mean, look at The Last of Us 2. Look at The Last of Us. Very See? Halpert agrees, man. I think someone just knocked on the door. That's why he's freaking he's out. You, you keep talking. I'm going to go see what's yeah, going on. Yeah, go for it. But, like, that's the stuff that I want more of. So I'm just hoping and hoping and hoping that they can give us more of that stuff. What's up, buddy? Looks like solicitors. I'm just going to ignore them like I always do. Yeah. Probably should. Fucking up our podcast, people. Yeah, seriously. What's up, man? And don't these people know I'm too lazy to edit shit out this episode? <laughs> so, like, I just I just want, you know, going forward... Helper! He's going to keep doing that. Good for him. Just... I actually agree with what he's saying, though. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah? We can do that. Okay. Cool. So if you guys didn't hear what he was saying, he completely agrees. He thinks that the multiverse would be a great way to open up and bring a different character. No? No. Not the multiverse. No. Oh. 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 Well, thank goodness this is at the end of yeah. the episode. <laughs> well, dude, let's wrap it up, homie. Yeah, let's do that. It's been a long one. It, it, you know, it actually has not been our longest one. Oh, well, that's, that's surprisingly. A plus. But uh, anyways, uh, thank you guys for listening. Hopefully, the next time we record again, my dog won't be doing this in the background. <laughs> thank you guys. I could really do. But uh, you can follow me on Twitter at ToneZone81. You can give me at JustJosh66. All right, and those people are leaving. I can see them leaving now. So yeah, fuck off. You ruined my podcast. <laughs> and we will see you guys next time. Later, Gators. Later. Later.